Hi and welcome to Nuance Podcast with Logan and Yuja, where we seek to develop a space of vitality for nuanced discussion about fundamental principles of human connection. Our message is to think of and for yourself, to accept others and their thoughts, and to empower each other. Follow us as we follow our curiosity and enjoy the episode. Hello. Welcome to our very first guest. We've got Aaron Moxie, whom I work with. Yeah, do you want to do you want to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit of who you are. Who is Aaron? What is what? Aaron? <laughs> Why? That's what the first podcast led me to ask. Right? No, no, no. Yeah, no, no I'm not. We're not just going to go balls deep straight into your history yet. We're going to find a little bit of a context that's going to work here. Hello, I'm Aaron from Lidl High. Yeah. Yeah. I went to uh, Sunbury College. Oh, yeah, I'm from the college boy. The burbs just around the corner. Just a legion college. Yeah. Oh. Just you were a stone's throw away from me this whole I time. I was a stone's throw away from you. Like our entire our entire life, we were like this far away. Oh, well, not that far away. Well, you grew up yeah. in Buller. You grew up in Lilydale. He was a bit more than a stone's throw. Mm-hmm. Kick of the footy away. Yeah, yeah a good one. kick. Yeah. A, more, a Logan kick, not an Aaron kick. <laughs> if you saw him kick a footy. <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. He's the, he's the ground assault, not the aerial assault. Okay. Did you used to play basketball together on your breaks? No, I'm or, terrible at basketball. I crossed him up real fucking good. Yeah, real, mm, mm. Like someone in the wheelchair against me. <laughs> no good. <laughs> um, Unless we've got a prison rules. Uh, if we go to prison rules, you'll probably have me pipped. Yeah, I'd heard all the, there'd be me on the court. That's it. Yeah, there would be. You, it'd be like um, bench. Oh, uh, like well, is there like a wrestling some kind of a game where you got to try and get people outside like the boundary line? Like of sumo the... wrestling meets basketball. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> if we've just invented a new game, I think you'd fucking destroy it. British bulldog. You would have been good at that. I sucked at British bulldog. Loved it. I never had enough cunt in me. I never, because I, even when I played footy, I, I just enjoyed playing with mates. British Bulldogs, which one was that again? That's where, like... Someone's in the middle, and then the whole class runs across, and you got to catch them, and you eventually yeah, catch right. everyone. Yeah, yeah. I loved I was actually very dodging. good at games. Yeah, I loved the dodging, and I loved I loved the catching, so it didn't really bother me. Yeah. Mm. I was actually very good in primary school, and then I got to high school, and I was very embarrassed about how well yeah, I mean even I when, when you're you're one of the tall ones in primary school though weren't you yeah and then I got to high I believe it or not, <laughs> I stopped going after grade 6 and then I got to year 7 and then everyone was taller and I just stopped growing yeah. well that's that's common there's a couple of a couple of girls that I went to primary school with they ended up like John like they were they were John enormously tall yeah. in prom, from primary school standards yeah. and then they got to be like the shortest ones in high school and then for the rest of their lives that was me yeah yeah. I think I picked that too. I was like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> I, I can't find oh, sorry. the other two. Sorry. There you go. All right. We're, All right. There we go. Okay. Now, now Aaron's more comfortable. Now. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> now we all have the same coaster. We all have every, all of our okay. listeners know. So now we're all equal. <laughs> We're all equal now. Um, one of the things that I hold dear as a philosophy for my life is spirituality. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've found a lot of when I'm, as, I, as I'm experiencing things and as things are coming to me, I vet them through, I guess, my philosophy that is predominantly spiritual, which a big part of that even is um, my belief in God, um, my belief in my own autonomy, 
um, and that I have the personal power to be able to make the decisions that I want and create the outcomes that I want. So you are um, responsible for your life? Yeah, basically. Like this is my, this is just me giving a quick rundown. When I'm at work with you and we have conversations about spirituality, I'm really, I really enjoy hearing your perspective, Aaron, because you're really, or Moxie, however you want to be preferred on the podcast. Uh, we, <laughs> we have really good conversations about it and I wanted to tap into your thoughts on, on spirituality a little bit in this episode, I think, and get an introduction into that. I know it's a big one. Yeah. I know it's a big one, but I would just slowly break it down. Put that into a cheesecracker. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we want to start with what is spirituality to you. Like, do you do you have a do you have a, a belief in a higher power? Yeah, surely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, it's surprised to hear that people don't sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it might not be a fundamental like religious belief. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you believe in Mother Nature, surely you believe in a. I guess a spiritual, yeah, it's like something, a celestial being, yeah, something bigger than you. I think, yeah. like, because that's what we've come and I mean, we've spoken about it. Like, it keeps you, does definitely keep you humble, having even just thinking or believing that there is something bigger than yourself out there that has more control over you than what you realize, mm-hmm. and it keeps you honest to something greater than yourself. Mm. I think. Um, also, yeah, because you're not you're not in control of everything. You're not saying no. I did this and I did that because that's ego. Mm. Yeah, you're not ruled well, by ego. Yeah, you you didn't create the opportunities that you're taking. You didn't you know you didn't choose the family where you are. Like you, yeah. didn't, you didn't choose the town that you first lived in. You didn't choose. Mm. You didn't choose anything. Like, yeah. You, you, yeah. Yeah. you're here for a bit of an experience for a bit of a ride yeah yeah, yeah absolutely because it's like you, you don't have you ultimately you don't like you said you don't have control over that you didn't choose physically choose these things they just like came just to happened. you just happened yeah. yeah that's your experience and it's, and it's like that's sort of it seems to me it's just gone fucking deep straight away isn't it <laughs> it's like <laughs> life is just opportunities that happen for you and it's up to you whether you're open or aware yeah. enough to like, take those naturally later on choices come but again they're, they're limited choices it's not just everything like um I have that, that thing that I got from Jordan Peterson where I go, I want to play a game. And you go, oh, yeah, I'll play the game. And then you go, all right, you'll move. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> and, I, and I get what he's trying to do. It's like, just, you know, stop trying to control everything and just yeah. broaden your horizons. Yeah. 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 Shake it up. Because I found that's really hard, that the more that you try and control, and this is something that I have to overcome, I know we were talking about this earlier, um, I have to overcome the need to control things that are happening to me, and that's where faith has been a really big lesson, been something that's really important for me, especially this last year, um, to just like surrender the need to control things. And I think like even just in surrendering in itself, it sort of means that you have you're giving up control to something higher than yourself. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like that to me has been something that's developed over through emotional turmoil for me was a big one was a big reason why I turned inward like that to discover. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to Logan, Gray. You're just trying to put your hands up and just know that everything's going to be all right. Yeah. Like stop, stop trying to do everything. You might be doing more damage than exactly. Fucking well. earth. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So just like, chill out and go with it. Mm-hmm. Do you did you go through something or did you experience something that like brought? the idea of mother nature or like a higher celestial being into your 
field of vision? Did something happen that you sort of opened your eyes or have you always just been sort of curious about? Yeah, the curiosity, like uh, I've got three big sisters um, and they're all they're all into star science and and uh, I guess alternative, like again, you know, Catholic family, but I started going to the sisters, uh, to church with my sisters. That was a Christian church. Yeah. Um, yeah, but also the alternative, I guess. Yeah. And just the wonder. Yeah. you got to have wonder. Yeah. And this is something that I've tried to unpack with you a little bit is, especially if you've got like a more Catholic or a Christian like church going background, mm. how did that, how do you think that might've influenced you? Because I know it's it influenced you, but you weren't exactly open to the influence of it until you were able to reflect just, on it. Yeah, it was just my experience. That's all mm. I knew. I didn't know anything else because I was around similar people. I grew up in that community. So until I broke away from that and had the experience I had, then I was like, oh, actually, hang on. Like, this means something different to me. Yeah. 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 And it felt more like a chore and a burden as a, as yeah. a kid, if I'm honest. Yeah. And I yeah. went... I went with my sisters because it was fun. Yeah, it was cool. Um, uh, that that particular church. Um, it's when you get older, you realise uh, things resonate with you more than you knew at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You find where it fits in. Yeah. Or where it did yeah. fit in and where it still does. You guys, I think you guys can probably really relate to this, mm. like to each other with this. Because I never had the church background. Mm. But you still had a spirituality background. I had spirituality, but, but I didn't a Christian have... Christian background. I didn't have the Christian background. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I had almost yeah. like... Not the... Like purely li- alternative, I guess. Yeah, I had a more... It was more spiritual. Yeah. Like, you know, there is a spirit world. There is a mm. God. We're all connected. Um, I had that background, but I never had the rigidity of a church. If anything, the idea of church and religion was ridiculed in my upbringing. Mm. So I was that's always... Fair, and that's no good either, <laughs> I guess. Mm. Yeah. There, yeah. Each to their own, living that believe, you know. Well, that's yeah. it. Like, but it didn't. It wasn't in your like your ancestry. You know, Christianity wasn't in your ancestry as long as you know where your mm. parents were. You they didn't know about it. Yeah, they didn't. All they were exposed to is what they were exposed to. And I, I can't speak on their behalf because I, they. I think they might have. I think Mum might have gone to church, oh, and okay. I think she might have had a negative experience mm. with the teachings. I'm not. Again, I'm not yeah, 100% okay. sure. Yeah. Um, but regardless, her influence has shaped your influence. Yeah, and yeah. and I don't know exactly Dad's point of view on it. I don't know mm-hmm. if I've ever had a necessarily conversation with him, but yeah. Mum was predominantly the main influencer growing up for sure. us kids, and it's like because she was spirituality as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look, like the circumstance for us, like Mum was a full time. She was a stay at home mum, mm-hmm. and I'm so grateful for that mm-hmm. because you know I had someone there constantly, and I wasn't being raised by somebody else. Yeah. Um and Dad, dad was the one that he went to work a lot. So mum was the one who was there. And so she, her philosophies and her principles for life were kind of what we were brought up with. Yeah. So I know more so about how mum feels about a lot of this stuff than how dad feels about it. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Given yeah. the situation, yeah. But like, go back just to what you... Oh. Yeah, I was going to say, with your sisters, because they said they're in star signs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Has How did that come about? Does that still... Do they still go to church? Is that are they still Christian or is it a kind of break? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, um, and yeah, they're curious. They you know, they read their yearly horoscope and yeah, I guess their horoscopes as well. Um, mm. One sister says that I'm very Scorpio. <laughs> like uh, all all the rest of the planets, like the Saturn and so and so, like yeah. a lot of them were Scorpio. And like, you, yeah. did you realize that the sun sign is what it, uh, what you are? Yeah, yeah like, sure. I'm not. 
really like learn more about the size signs and you'll yeah. know that I'm very much a Sagittarius. Sure. Um, so yeah, like it's something we, we do mm. have discussions about. She's a Scorpio as well. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> does she want everyone to be a Scorpio? Maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know enough about. Them. Yeah. Well, very where is your fashion? Where is your fascination with star signs come from? I I I, I love I your passion. How so much they like? Um, like I can if you give people give me the month that someone's born. Like I can pretty much. Yeah. I, you know, like say May you got. Gemini and Taurus, like sure. two very easy personalities to pick between, and yeah, like not knowing someone's actual birthday, and ninety-five percent of the time I can I can guess it. Yeah, is that because um, your sisters? If you just no, I've got them more or? books and read about it. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Probably got more into it than they did. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> is there a reason you got into it? I just found it interesting. I, I like to know who I who I am. Yeah. Like, and uh, character traits and uh, personality. Like I, I've I've looked into that. that Oh, was it the Morgan personality test? And the, yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Morgan Weir or something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, I went down that rabbit hole and, you know, I'm a dragon, went down that rabbit hole. Yeah. If you combine dragon and um, Sagittarian, I'm a, I think it was a whale. It's the same as Bruce Lee, which is yeah. pretty cool. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I haven't, I I haven't gone down that one. And yeah, numerology, I don't know too much about that either. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of different things you can go down, yeah. There's so much of it. Big time. And it all seems to just stand from just like a general sort of curiosity. I know, like for me, if I've looked into it um, for myself, it just comes from a curiosity of like wanting to understand myself and like just the world a little bit better, Mm. a little Mm. bit deeper. Is that like kind of where yours came from? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I think just more learning about, you know, a bit of my my own ego and (laughs) knowing more about (laughs) me, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I like, like... I just love the, the curiosity because I feel like it's in short supply a lot. Oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that struck a nightmare. Everyone knows everything now, but they don't know anything. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. <laughs> like when you actually ask someone, they just head explode. What? <laughs> where, like, where did you, did you just, always, were you always kind of curious or did you learn how to become curious? I think I was always curious. Yeah. 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 And you just like, just was it like my curiosity to like lead me to looking into something more spiritual or more deeper or even like even Christian values or something, for mm. example, as a fine, kind of basic structure for my life. That was that curiosity was born out of like for me, for me, it was like I said, emotional turmoil. It was like shaky, shaky personal ground. Like I didn't have a strong foundation mm. and I somehow realized I need to establish one, a strong foundation for myself. And so, out of that, that's where my curiosity led me down the like the, the rabbit holes of um, you know, God, and energies, and you know connections, and all that sort of stuff. Did you find for you with star signs and even just questioning things like was that born out of something similar for you? Like, was there anything? Uh, it wasn't really searching for God or or religion or life value it's just realistically just to make more sense of who i am and yeah i do things i guess yeah (laughs) why 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 certain things resonate with me and why things that that just don't interest me and has that helped you i i I don't know (laughs) like i'm like not so much into it now as i was you know 10 15 years ago um yeah Yeah. i guess probably it has Mm. and it's just something that it's now learned and just Forgotten sure. about, yeah. Like I guess, uh, 
know, learning, how, learning how to learning how to rake, I guess. And now that I know how to rake, I didn't really think that I had to learn it one day. Mm. Like, and now it's just it's just yeah. uh, a, a, a nature. So maybe it did help me, but not yeah. now that I could. I'd, yeah, I'd have to think about it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. yeah. Well, that's like you didn't know how to shovel. No, I didn't. <laughs> hey, that was one. Of, that was one of the reasons I went to landscaping. <laughs> you wanted to learn. I need. I need to learn how to do probably. use tools. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally didn't even know how to use a shovel for Christ's sake. How embarrassing. I, I didn't think it was a bad thing not to know. I think you just put it in the dirt. Well, and when society ends, like it's a good trait to have knowing how mm. ability to shovel. Or yeah. It's good to plan things. It is, yeah. It's very, it's very handy to know how to make a hole in ground. Because <laughs> holes are very useful. I still don't know how to plough a field, like, if that makes you feel any better. Oh, well, I mean, I'm not a farmer, yeah. so, like, I don't, I don't need to know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, look, the, 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 all that matters is I have learnt how to correctly use a shovel and a rake, and the technique's probably quite good. Well done. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um... Do you think religion, having a religious background, shaped at all your where your curiosity would take you? Like, did you looking into star signs, looking or having a belief in a higher power, was that shaped by having in by going in to relation church? To, oh no, like I probably grew to resent church and religion, to be if I'm honest. How come? Um, oh, my mum was at Church of England, and we went to a Catholic church, and mm. the priest was a bit rude to her, like this, this eye, like yeah, looks and that, and. Yeah, I love my mum. <laughs> I think that kind of goes against the whole grain of yeah, right. religion, really. Like, mm. Yeah. What it stands for. <laughs> yeah, and like... Peace, love. Yeah. <laughs> Acceptance. And there wasn't really like the, the, the church community feeling mm. for, for me. And yeah, yeah. When, when we didn't have to go, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to sleep in on Sundays? Yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't even that. I got, you know, you're a kid, you're up at the crack of dawn anyway. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Watching the music videos, isn't that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, TV Rage. hits. Oh, TV hits? Nope. Video hits. The Chantel one and Rage, yeah. 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 Rage was on always longer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On ABC. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, even I remember that, so I'm not that young. <laughs> Good bragging. New baby. Not his kids. You can relate to that, right? That yeah. feeling of the church? Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, it's it's hard because you don't you don't understand, like we can't we I grew up in a community, yeah. So it was a different experience. That's true. That's so true. So we yeah. weren't rejected, though I didn't have that negative. But I still I was still forced to go every Sunday and yeah. be in that community, you know. Because even like it was the Ukrainian community here, yeah, and that's exactly. what we did. That we just did it. Make yeah. The bond Make the bond. Mm. And it was great. Like we learnt a lot about what community meant, what family meant, relationships. Like that's what I took from it. Um, but the spirituality part of it. That wasn't really. I didn't understand it. I couldn't comprehend it mm. until mm. I needed to. Yeah. And, and then it was. It was almost like like it was a seed that had been planted. Yeah. And then absolutely. when you were ready, when you were ready for that seed yeah. to blossom, then I went. Yeah. Seek to understand it. Yeah. So I, I didn't. I didn't understand it as a kid because it was a social thing. Because it was all about community, doing things. You know, having these um, zabava. They're called like balls, and it was, it was awesome. You know, you know, it was just like dancing balls. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. God, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's because I mean, like you, I guess you're like third generation Ukrainian in Australia. Mm. Yeah, there's definitely a community vibe still. Yeah. Do you find like that your upbringing is? Would you say you've had a somewhat traditional Australian upbringing? Dare say so. Yeah. Because yeah. like I don't know. I, what I try does that and, look like? 
Well, that's what I'm trying like because if I say being part of your family, it's very family oriented. It's very like the family unit kind of comes first, mm. sort of thing. But you um, used to have that. Yeah, I, I, I just don't know. My I'm, dad's one of nine. Yeah, for, for everyone yeah. else. <laughs> <laughs> and um, my my grandparents are very strict, you know, Catholics. Mm. So, yeah, hence the nine kids probably. Um, <laughs> and uh, my my parents had four kids, and we fostered another one. Do you think that's like a function of religion? Like, do you think like the traditional, I guess, religious faith that has created that sort of family structure and the, I guess, the the, the community feel yeah. that the church provides? And when, when you're part of that, I think it used to be a very big part. Yeah, of the of the community church, but now it's kind of like taking a step back, I dare say. Yeah, and I think that's why maybe we've lost. Maybe in Australia, we don't have such a strong need for like that family kind of bond not i mean it's obviously still there yeah, but i mean it's just hollow <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm not trying to alienate anybody here i'm just saying like from my experience families in like family is obviously important yeah. but it's like there's other versions of there's other things that uh you need to focus on and it's not necessarily about like um I don't know, having a really strong family unit where you're gonna you're gonna grow up, you get married, you'll have a family, you'll provide for that family and then, you know, life sort of goes on like that. Maybe make babies, there's babies, make babies, make babies, make babies. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like I don't know, does is that what's what was your sort of upbringing like? Does that like the values that you kind of were enforced were enforced on you? Oh. Or instilled. Yes, just be a uh, you know, good kid. Yeah. You know, just the, the old typicals. Just you know, contribute to society. You know, look out, look after people. Look after yourself. Uh, you know, pick a career was a big one. <laughs> yeah, and and go down that path. Yeah, um, yeah, like not so much. Oh, you must go to church every Sunday. You know, do your Hail Marys. Or like that wasn't that wasn't a massive massive thing. Um, so it's a less like traditional. Like he is a traditional structure that you have to adhere to it's more like you're your own person make sure you do the best that you can as your own person yeah yeah so there's still a bit of new age there and plus you know I, there's a seven year gap between me and my next sister mm. and you know like well my other sister was old enough to be my godmother so um it was a lot of raising i guess and like and you know they, they were coming of age and finding their way so how'd you uh, how'd you find being the youngest of sisters <laughs> Yeah, yeah. A lot of feminine influence, I guess. Mm. Um, but yeah. And plus, like, when when they started becoming teenagers and that, it felt more and more like being an only child. Mm. Yeah. I can't um, understand that. But again, like, the I had, I had a lot of cousins as well, and, you know, I'd go on my bike and go meet them, you know, have play dates, you know, you know go over to friends' houses, friends come to my house. Um, so probably just less of the sibling contact for a bit of a window there. Yeah. Because yeah. they are so much older and they are yeah. <laughs> opposite sex and then coming of age and that. And then, yeah, like as you reach adulthood and you get more in common with them. That's, uh, that's I think that's, I had the same thing with my brother and sister too. Yeah, same with my siblings. Like uh, my brother, he's four years younger than me, than me. My sister's five years older than me. Like mm. when she got to a certain age, it was... You kind of... Because you, you're not both children anymore. Yeah. You're like, one's a child, one's like a... Teenager. Teenager. Or 20, yeah. Uh, and you just can't relate to them. There's no... You can't relate at all. 
And so, but yeah. when I got to a certain age, all of a sudden I could relate to my sister, and so our relationship got a lot better. But then my relationship with my brother was like in that Tainted sort off of a little bit, yeah. Yeah, but then when he got to a certain age, then you know it's all kind of good. It's like there's a, when there is that age gap, it definitely becomes very highlighted, especially with siblings, mm. where it's like the yeah. I feel like you don't feel the age gap as prominently as what you do with yeah. siblings if you have such a big gap. And I know you've had like your siblings are besides besides your next brother. Yeah, well, there's three years between me and, me and Phil, mm-hmm. and then there's like, like four or five years between yeah. him and Pav, and then there's another I think, four years, and then there are the th- the last three or the first three are like one year one year apart. So there's like eighteen years between me and my oldest brother. So there's just there's a massive age gap. Yeah. I felt yeah. like they were like roommates when I was growing up. <laughs> Do you feel like because it's a five year gap between me and my oldest? my older sister and then a four year gap between me and my brother mm. we could reconcile our differences right within a couple because we're only like maybe one or half a generation apart with you and your oldest do you think do you think you've ever found a relative equal playing field yeah, have a couple of gen x's and gen y's in there where you yeah. could genuinely relate can you genuinely relate to your oldest siblings uh, or do you still find that I still find it a bit tough I think we all do, and we all know it. It's just this unspoken thing that, but we get, but we love and support each other no matter what. Like yeah. we've got that, we've got this that glue that holds us together, which is that unconditional love, and that we're really grateful for. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to like relatability, it's like it's not really necessary because we just accept and love each other. It's we're just, just different chapters of your life as well. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Mm. Like I'm still, I will forever be the baby of the family. You know, <laughs> I will never be seen as an adult, yeah. and that's fine. It's just fun, you know, like. What am I going to do? What do, I do? It's just yeah. fun, she says, as she rolls her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't cop no. that anymore. <laughs> yes. It's like, it's, you know, it's hard being the youngest, but the thing is, it's like, well, you know, I'll keep growing and they'll keep growing and I'm sure there's going to be a time where we get to sit down and be like, hey, you know, who are you? <laughs> Maybe. Because there's a lot. There's a lot that I don't know about them still. Because mm. you know, there was a whole life before me that they lived... Because they are genuinely years. old enough to be your parents. Monopoly. Yeah. yeah. Here you go. The game Monopoly. That's, Monopoly. That's yeah. really and that's really that's where the game. that's where the real dirt will come out. <laughs> yeah. No, but like I, I love like Monopoly since I was a little kid, and I'd play with my aunties and that, like not yeah. just my siblings. And I'd keep them honest. Like I'd keep them on their <laughs> yeah, toes right. in the game. Like, <laughs> this guy, who the fuck's this guy? <laughs> it's not one of those games like chess where you can just crush a little kid out. Yeah. Like you know, there's a little bit of chance in there, and like. Hey, well, I'll swap you this for that. and oh, yeah. I don't want that crappy property. No. <laughs> yeah, I always got that. You can have this. And I always had like the $2. I always lost all the games. Oh. Yeah. I was picked on. Like I was loved the most, but I was picked yeah. on yeah. a lot oh, as well. <laughs> I've been fiercely competitive for a long time. <laughs> I just took it. Oh. Like a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what else are you going to do though? When you're that much younger? I had no idea because I didn't understand their like sense of humor, their sarcasm. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea about that stuff. So I was just like, I just have no comprehension of what's going on right now. What you yeah. Oh, it's just like, but you, you get to pick that up and like, yeah. I guess, but I, I'm a bit of an observer and like, yeah. oh, well, that's I was what you do to fit in. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I tried to, but they're just like, oh, shh, you know. You know, you don't get it or you don't know. Maybe it's a bad time. Do you mold yeah. your personality a little bit? Or do you pick up lessons from, like, your older siblings? Like, yeah, you de- definitely pick up lessons. What's that experience that? like? Because I'm not... Uh, I'm a middle child of three. Like, I'm not... Yeah, it's three. <laughs> it's, it's fun. It's fun because you get... To, it's like movies. It's like mm. watching, what, five more movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Five movies while you're... Watch you know, it. 
because uh, obviously my bigger sister would have to do all the fighting to go to parties or to host yeah. parties or to do yeah. this. By the time I came around, ah, whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was so fucking annoying. <laughs> even, even for me as the middle child, like, because I'd still get a little... My, my sister I, probably got it pretty brutally. There's still some energy there. And then, and then I'm like, there's still, yeah, there's still enough of like, you know, all right, let's we care enough to like, you know, put the foot down a little yeah. bit. But for Lachlan, it just felt like, ah... He's fine. He's all right. He's just doing what he needs to do. Are you kidding? <laughs> I mean, there's only three of us too. Yeah, like, it's no. not even like you ran out of steam to your third child. Some people. <laughs> this is that bigger, bigger sibling resentment. I'm really enjoying. This. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not like us. Oh, I don't. I don't that. Like that in your face. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you get for getting your license first. <laughs> Yeah, but like, it, it, I, I don't, re- I don't resent, I don't resent him. I don't, I don't resent, I don't resent that dynamic. I, I, it's red, by the way. Yeah, I, bright red. I understand. Red. I understand. I, I mean, I don't know. Picking at his nails. I don't know. his nails. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm going to crack him on the fucking ears. <laughs> and he's cracked it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I understand that, like, I'm sure, you know, even from a parent's point of view, like, you know, by the time you get to your final kid, you're kind of a bit more comfortable with... Especially if you know it's your last one. It's a baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the last one I want to have. So I'm going to love it. And I've, I've, I'm sure, like, yeah, the, the baby Yeah, the And, like, just the crap you get from the supermarket that you probably didn't get. Called mm. a princess. Yeah. I didn't get called a princess. I'd call you princess. <laughs> I was a little, I was a little redhead and I was an angry little dude. Yeah. Like, I, I can't picture that. I just can't picture that. <laughs> I fell off my bike like I didn't like pedaling backwards I was I had a steep driveway yeah and I was with all my family and we came back from my bike ride or whatever something and um I was only using my front bike and steep hill bit of speed boom, went over the handlebars and everyone was like rushed to me like oh are you okay but I wasn't crying or anything I just got up and I cracked it at everyone it was everyone else's fault oh. <laughs> that happened <laughs> oh, is that that so classic funny. like youngest child fucking um, uh, entitlement. Yeah, uh, it probably could be. Could be. Yeah. 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 Right. The thing is, like, Phil used to say when I used to break stuff or when I used to be naughty. My, so my next sibling, he always was like, "No, no, she didn't do it," because he, I don't know, he was my protector. He yeah. took on that. So I never learnt how discipline. to take responsibility or discipline <laughs> because it was just like, you know, like, no, no, I did it, Mama. But Mama's like, I literally saw her do it. Like, you, you're done. I know you keep doing this, but <laughs> it's her fault. I'm going to punish her. <laughs> it got to the point that she just had to, like, sit him down. Yeah. And that's so funny because, like, your um, oldest brother, Matt, he was here the other day yeah. um, with his two beautiful children. Yeah. You're all around. One of your nieces and nephews. Um, and the dynamic know. between them, like, there's a couple of years between them, but they were, how old are they? Are they like, seven and five or yeah. six and four or something? Yeah, Safi's so going to school, yeah. They're so cute together, and like they both just look out for each other. Yeah, and it's kind of like what me, me and Phil was. And I don't know if that's a function of like two children, but I'm like, I, I was just watching them together, and I'm like, I just was not like that with my <laughs> own brother. <laughs> they're, they're so diplomatic. They can negotiate with each other like the terms yeah. of like whatever yeah. game they're playing it's or like so what they're sweet. doing. Like Jared would be like, no, no, Savvy, you can have another turn if you want. Like yeah. it's, it, it's so cute. Whereas I'd be like, fuck your lock. No that's, the, that's the name of the game. I am not going easy on you. <laughs> You're getting what you fucking deserve. <laughs> Toughening him up. Yeah, no. He was, he was a... Um, I, we, we were very different, me and me and my mm. brother as well. Like that was kind of hard reconciling differences too. You like made it happen. You were like, no, we are going to get along. Yeah, but you got to toughen up. 
Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, when you're a kid, though, like you don't, yeah, you don't know, pick up on those like no. differences and like nurturing well, someone for now? their unique personality. And Why is this guy being so mean to me? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably honestly, if I had Lachlan sitting here, probably ask the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Why does he hate me? I don't hate you. Just stop being such a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He loves you, and you love him. I do. I do. He's fantastic. I love my brother. Mm. For the record. Mm. <laughs> for the record. He says it's not red anymore. The resentment's gone. <laughs> <laughs> we've come, we've gone through it, we've moved through it here. I need, I needed yes, to get, calm down. I needed to let this out. You did. And uh, now, now I feel like it's time for a shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> it looked inward. <laughs> and we have to, it, we have it to, happened before, it was very subtle. We have to look inward in order to find. Inward, a journey of conversations, by the way. <laughs> So inward, it's just a good word because you just, you have to reflect, you have yeah. to pause every now and then and contemplate. That's true. Yeah. How often do you pause and reflect inward? Every three seconds. Every three seconds. Three seconds? That's, that's yeah. 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 I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> you are, but you're also just <laughs> No, um, yeah. that was a very serious question. I'm just completely sorry for just missing that. Don't cry. No, look, I'm not. <laughs> you're a millennial mate. He's offended. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, every time he needs to make a significant decision, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, something's happened. Yeah. yeah. What's your process for that? Like when, when, when I, cause I know when I go through something difficult. Or when... I, I just think about it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I'm angry, then he's going to cop it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm going to skip every little thing. Nah, fuck you. <laughs> this is what's happening. Yeah. And you can yeah. like it a lot. Yeah. And then I get told I have a shit attitude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a recent anecdote that I heard about that yeah it's a bit soon that one isn't it laugh through it yeah it's good though I, it's good. I'm a big fan of shaming people too oh, yeah interesting <laughs> so if you laugh at his power word the shit attitude yeah like his assertion like I'm I'm the boss man here I'm and you, you've got the issue uh-uh. <laughs> you've got the issue. I'm going to laugh at you, stupid. Moxie got told, probably unjustly, that he had a shit attitude by a superior, which I, I didn't agree with. I thought it was a very misplaced comment. And uh, so that's what, that's the reference here. Yeah. 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 But that, that just made me angry. So. <laughs> <laughs> when you, like, say shaming people, do you mean, like, if they've done something that like, well, they shouldn't I, have done, sure like, he, calling them out on it? Is that he's what you mean? finding the pride in that mm. and the... Uh, um, he's he's putting himself on another level, mm, mm. And, and it's bullying. Really, he was trying to bully me into doing something I didn't want to do. Yeah. Um, and we're similar physical statures. I, you know, it, it wasn't it wasn't like he's not physically intimidating. So now he's going to go to mental intimidation. That wasn't working either. Yeah. No. So um, he said he said his part, and that's his power. Like he that's his that's his mental intimidation is the power there. So by laughing at it, you know, yeah, takes away the power. I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. just yeah. imagine, like, you know, taking your pants down in front of a girl and like getting your genitals laughed at. Like, <laughs> he, he got his brain genitals laughed at. <laughs> like, where's the power? Yeah. Where's the power? Yeah. Yeah. Because that that whole sort of complex rests upon the idea that like you're you're above somebody. Yeah. And as soon as that somebody laughs at that sort of stuff, <laughs> yeah. you're oh. like, oh. and jokes with other people about it. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. you've right. done that. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're friends again now. So. You're good. <laughs> You're good. You have He's resolved your issues and right. your differences. Yeah, well, yeah, haven't been told to do something I haven't wanted to do. And now you're spending New Year's together, hey? Oh, Isn't that beautiful? Oh. I just made that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not against it, but I guess. <laughs> 
is this, the is this an invite? I mean, I'm sure with all the millions of people that listen to this recording, I, I'm sure he might be one of them. Yeah, we're going to have a counter at the door. <laughs> During the COVID restrictions, <laughs> we can only have 36. So. Is that what it is? Is that what it is now? No idea. Oh, right. Idea. Okay. No just an arbitrary number. I just measured up the house and just saw what the maximum amount of people Yeah, okay. Well, That's... if you get bored, you can come to our max of three. How many people? Oh, boy, he's having a whole cohort of people at his place. Yeah, that's but thank you. He said he did say that we could come. A lot of shit attitude. Oh. <laughs> 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 okay, that was not it. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do that um, when I was growing up. Even now, like, because I, I know you like to try and find. You like to shit stir a lot. Oh yeah, it's fun. You yeah. like to try and find what someone's passionate about, <laughs> and then sort of. <laughs> Take the piss out of them for it to try and get them fired up. Yes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why do I like annoying people? Because uh, just from my perspective on this, okay. You seem to like to find someone's passion, or find something that at least someone takes seriously, and then make it not serious. Sounds okay. personal, honey. Does that sound about right? Uh, maybe unknowingly. It could be. Yeah. Could be his process. Because yeah. I think I because I, I, I can somewhat understand that because I, I did the similar thing with you when we first met. No shit. But <laughs> but what, <laughs> what 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 why is it that you enjoy of trying to piss somebody off? I guess that's when they're real. Like everyone's got that awkward, yeah. icy, uh, and I like to, I guess to evaluate a person and know if I want to. How you going? I guess you know, invest some energy. Yeah. <laughs> or just like, yeah, you're boring and yeah. move on. Like this friction rubbed the wrong way. And um, back to the Weir Morgan, that I'm a commander and we like just to go bang. Yeah. <laughs> Quickest possible way to do it. Yeah. And I feel that a lot of people take themselves really seriously, massive egos. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um every, too careful. Too careful, but every like their identity is I have this house, this car, and this is my job. Who are you? Yeah. Mm. I just told you. <laughs> then, no, you didn't. And yeah. um, people judge their value based on their material wealth. Yeah, 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 yeah. What they look like, and, and they can't. They and, and that's just that's just society today. Yeah. Mm. Nothing's real anymore. Mm. Yeah, oh, we're coming around slowly. Yeah, we, we're part of it, like big yeah. grand awakening. <laughs> yeah. It is like a, an awakening era. Everyone went to Bali and got all the uh, Buddhism and and uh, yeah. what else is there? Hindi and all that. Mm. Yeah, karma and, mm. yeah. brings the uh, the eastern more eastern tradition. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, but um, it's just it's like it's like eastern traditions, but it's also where we came from too. Like, we came from some sort of spiritual beginning. Hmm. We didn't always have technology. Just, we didn't always have this way of life. No, it's just another structure of. Um, I guess yeah, yeah, relating to God. I guess yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, it's just another framework. Like, I yeah, I agree. Um, how do you? find that like is there something in particular so you just like you're looking to find the authenticity in somebody then. yeah, yeah I guess like, that, that maybe that I don't know that's there that they don't know that's there but they're, they're, they're really truly relatable to someone yeah right yeah is that when you because it's like everyone appreciates when they're having an authentic discussion with somebody or when you when you have a relationship with somebody and they are being authentic towards you, like you know, mm. there's no bullshit. They're not having yeah. you on guards down, magical yeah. moment. Yeah, the DNMs that everyone has when yeah, they're drunk, yeah. like you're yeah, uninhibited. Yeah, yeah. 
So is that like, is that what you, are you trying to like, is that what you're trying to find maybe when, you, when you're trying to piss people off is to get that point of authenticity from them? <laughs> we, well, yeah, like it's a pro, it's a, I guess it's like a primal emotion, isn't it? Like you can't hold back anger. It's like when, when I can't reflect, I'm straight into anger. There's no, yeah. no, uh, no, I'm going to, how can I address, assess this situation better? Yeah. It's just, nah. <laughs> yeah. Not happening. But I, um, do, I do feel I'm quite patient though. Like it's, it's it's not like I'm just yelling at everyone at the drop of a hat. Like, yeah, that's no. what it sounds like when Logan's talking about work. That's <laughs> 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 no, true though. I, I, I think there is definitely something in that, like generating an authentic interaction with somebody, even if it is, if, even if it is negative, at yeah, least it's, it's constructive. It's constructive yeah. in, in a sense. And I think you're also, you're also highlighting the, um, the jovi, jovialness the frivolity in their um, in their seriousness of themselves, mm. like you, you like you take, they take themselves so seriously. If I take the piss out of you, then I'm kind of robbing your that serious yeah, yeah, ego. Oh, yeah, I didn't think of that, but yeah, yeah, that's good. Mm. And and it's in you because you're stripping them of that egotistical point that they build themselves up on. Then it's yeah. like, who am I, sort of thing. Let's just take the bricks from under where you built that. <laughs> just and that's pr- is that probably why a lot of people get really pissed off really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> You just take oh, the just, away. You um, just exposed them. Yeah, one of the, another foreman. Another foreman. Um, I know he liked to watch me around other people and watch their reactions. He loved it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, what's so special? It. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I, I actually really appreciate it, and I don't, I don't, because I'm not easily offended. I don't necessarily. I like to don't about it. <laughs> <laughs> he has tried. I like to, I like to like, I, I was, um, I don't take, I don't take myself too seriously because to me, I've come to think that I don't know everything there is to know out there. Mm. So how can I invest, how can I fully invest myself into something where there ultimately is no way of 100% knowing that I'm invested in the ultimate truth? Does that make sense? I'm like, I feel like you don't know ultimate truth until mm. you're dead. Yeah. Until until you're dead. Well, you're... Even then, like, who knows? <laughs> no. well, we don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know like, more even... when you're dead than... Even Stephen Hawking, like, just, you know, one of the most intelligent man's ever lived. Yeah. Trying to disprove his theories. Yeah. Because you don't want someone else doing it for you. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so, hey, when you put something out there, you're like, if I'm going to back myself in for this, then I need to be the first one to kind of ridicule it. Yeah. Because yeah. what's going to happen... And I know we... Because we had to... We did on one of the episodes... On one of the podcasts, one of the episodes talking yeah. about theatre. Mm-hmm. We, we have to at least establish our own backing in what it is that we believe so that if someone was to ask us questions on it, we have at least a foundation to respond from. That's it. And it's like, I think a lot of people that I've come across don't seem to have that strong foundation in anything. And so they build up this mirage, this illusion of themselves as they would like to see themselves, but it's built on nothing. Yeah. And pushing it out there. It's like... Uh, yeah. When our co-worker calls himself Snoop Dogg, but he's, he's, he's little, he's white, he doesn't do drugs and you can't rap. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where you get personalities like Aaron Moxie here who comes through and just pokes a hole straight in there and it just shoots off like a fucking balloon. <laughs> but that's why, that, but that's why I, I, I do I appreciate that point of view. I can understand how it doesn't resonate with people who aren't aware of what that uh, if you've got your head doing? too far up your own ass you're not going to like me <laughs> <laughs> no, true <laughs> it's going to be a rough ride because you've tried you've tried the same thing on me 
And there was only one very specific particular yeah. set of circumstances where it actually worked. But b- besides that... But it I, was through someone else. Yeah, actually, you said it wasn't my own work, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I... Um, I was pulling it, a puppet, yeah. yeah. You, you were trying to play God, hey? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I played yeah. God. Yeah. For like a month and a half. <laughs> I, um... Because I, I, I don't... I just don't take myself seriously enough to think that if I believe in something, I have to die by it. Mm. I'd, I'd, I'd rather die by a value than by a, like a... Reputation. Yeah, a reputation or like a perception mm. or, a, you know, even a belief. Sure. Like, I'd rather die valuing the truth than die valuing my belief of what is true. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, because at least if I can live my life upholding... Like if if okay, so if I value finding the truth, and I read a lot, I watch a lot, I just take in a lot of information, and mm-hmm. I develop my own kind of theories. Those theories are based on what I have found to be true as at that moment in time, and so because I still believe them, I still cannot one hundred percent say these are absolutely the mm. truth of the matter. Mm. So if I, at least if I die valuing finding the truth, and yeah, not valuing that's, that's better than the truth I think I found again like uh, this is where the my truth and your truth could come in you're just mm-hmm. manipulating data you know that could be factual mm. and it's your truth yeah yeah um, but this is what I mean though because then if I present something and I say hey Moxie this is what this is what I think and what I believe and this yeah. is why I think it and why I believe it I mean that's fair enough because based on my experience that's you know that's from my perception this is why I think it'll be true which yeah. is a fair argument it'd be the same I'd say the same thing for you, even if we disagree. But you can say, oh, based on what I know, X, Y, Z, and that might totally discredit what I've just said and based my entire life well, on. Yeah, your, your opinions are just a different point of view. Mm. Same goes for everyone. And yeah, like, you know, people hold their you know, opinions so dear and they, again, they do not like them <laughs> being altered or changed. Mm. Why is that? It's, it's what you know. It's their security, yeah. I guess. Yeah. It's a safety thing, I think. Yeah. Like when you find something that makes sense, like are we we're all trying, I guess, to make sense of this life. How that, yeah, like yeah. what is life? What we're doing? Maybe here? life doesn't need to make sense. Mm-hmm. Might not. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. This is this is that conversation I was having with your cousin, your yeah. cousin, yeah, your cousin's fiance, husband. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, about because he was asking the same kind of questions. Yeah. Why does life need to have meaning? Why do we need to assign meaning to life to begin if with? If it's important to you, why not? Mm. Mm. And that was some... If it's not important, it means nothing. Like the meaning of life, that is not your life. No, I mean, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Not necessarily <laughs> the meaning of life, but meaning in life. Like in the actions that you're doing, why is it important for there to be meaning in your life? So in everything that you do, yeah. in the actions that you take, the things that you say, the things that you think... Yeah. Like, why can't life just intrinsically just be, and that's okay? Why does life need to have meaning in order for it to be okay? I think that's kind of the question. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know. What are you... Are you asking us? Yeah, I'm asking. Yeah. I think you're trying to... So, I guess you're trying to find life's value from its meaning. Maybe. Elaborate. Well... The whole point of life is for it to have a meaning, I guess. But why does it need to have the meaning? Is that is that? Yeah. Okay. Let's roll with that. We'll roll with yeah. that. If we okay, but we have to be That's the ones. That's my point of view. Like, yeah. Don't you dare disrespect. 
<laughs> no, because no, that, that's that's what I, that's what I. Because yeah. it's a fair question. Like, if we want to assign meaning to what it is that we're doing, why do we need to do that in order to make life worth living? Yeah. Like, what? Why does meaning make life better than not having meaning? It gives you something to do. Yeah, like you're not. It turns out you're not just wasting your time. Like yeah. you're not you're not getting up in the morning going to do a job that you don't like doing, driving a car that you For probably nothing. don't like in a house that you don't enjoy, yeah. with neighbours you're not a fan of, go and do it. Yeah. It's for nothing. What a cosmic fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How boring. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's, there's no this fulfillment. You don't have joy. You don't find the good stuff. You don't feel. You don't experience life. Yeah. Mm. If you experience life, yeah. you've got to get curious and you've got to find like meaning somewhat in it. You're going to be like, oh, you know, I really like this. Even if you don't know why you're doing it in the first place, but doing it just because you enjoy it, it's meaning enough. Um, where I used to work, uh, a mechanic had a baby. Simple job, fixing up the crap that breaks every day, like all the fucking time, but the same old shit. Yeah. It's a different day. He had a baby, and he's like, yeah, got to go to work. Like, all the, you know, his work had a purpose all of a sudden. Yeah. To provide for yeah, the baby. Right. So maybe that's why for some people, their life needs to have meaning. Sure. Yeah. To make it more enjoyable. Yeah, but again, you need to talk to that person that has got that structure and that, yeah, I really love waking up in the morning, I love going to work, I mm. love this, I love that. Yeah. Um, That's so you, true. You find the difference, though. So if you, like, set someone down who does have meaning in their life or does assign meaning to their life and then sit someone down who doesn't, you'll immediately find the difference. Mm. You would mm. immediately see that one person's view of life is probably more enriched and you actually yeah. end up doing more mm. because you get smashing, more curious smashing those targets yeah and yeah. Then like, the other yeah. ones are we're just doing it it's like a, a, a priest would be like I want to serve God and a business guys are like I want to make lots of money yeah, yeah, yeah. that's their, that's that's their meaning that's like, their yeah. meaning they find it and, and it's I guess the meaning is kind of like how you gauge the success or the fulfilment of what you're doing of your actions mm. it's like if I'm serving the meaning that I've just assigned myself then I, I feel good kind of gives mm. you this like yeah. feeling of you or grow. There's an order, and you've ticked all the bo- you know, ticked yeah. all the boxes. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I know when you, what you said um, just before about like your, did you, did you say you used to work for a mechanic or was a mechanic you used to know and had a kid and all of a sudden his Monday uh, job? I was at yeah another landscaping job, and yeah we had a mechanic. Uh, he had a like a little garage. Shed. Oh, okay. He used to fix all the excavators and trucks. And right, okay. Yeah, and yeah. Or whatnot. But, it, yeah, because like, I've even found that in my own life, if I don't assign meaning to what it is that I'm doing, like, if, if there's not a purpose for why I'm doing something, then it becomes very mm. difficult to continue doing it. Especially <laughs> when you become yeah. aware that you don't like yeah. doing it. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. even even where, where I'm working at the moment, it's like, I don't necessarily enjoy what I'm doing, but the yeah. meaning that it's I serving right now... Those post up. Oh, I did. That was a bit, was a bit of fun. But overall, you know, <laughs> those solid planks of concrete made him look like a fool. Oh, piss off! Because <laughs> they kept he was eyeing it off. He wasn't following the uh, the street. Oh yeah, this is my tension I threw. And he, he was going up like you just made them like go up like a perfect ramp. It was a nice. It was a nice. Line. But we're like, going for a level on that. But mm. yeah, like wasn't what we were looking for. Like eventually, those you know. You fucked up, babe. I did. I yeah. fucked up bad. Like, we wouldn't have needed holes soon enough. Like the yeah. way he was going. I know. Yeah, it was. It was. We would have been like. We actually would have needed to put them on stilts that yeah. were slowly getting bigger and bigger above the ground mm. to keep that ramp up. I guess going back to the giving life purpose. Your mm. life purpose is chucking fences, and you pull something like that off. That just. Mm. That just turns your life upside down. Like you can't back yourself in for anything anymore. Yeah. Like, you've gotta be careful. <laughs> 
Well, it's mainly, I guess. So, yeah. indeed. But it's, it's meaning like shit boring subject. <laughs> it's, I think it's, it's meaning in life though. Like, why do we need? Do 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 we need meaning in life? I oh, know it's up to you. Yeah. Mm. It's, uh, not 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 up to Logan. Really up to the individual. <laughs> it's all up it's to, up to me to dictate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come to his house like Logan. What's my meaning in life? Because he doesn't know. He's got red hair. How the fuck would I know anything? <laughs> He's got no hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Hey, no, this isn't a pile on now. <laughs> If you want <laughs> in your life, have many in your life. Do you think yeah. the do you think meaning adds an element? Well, I think some people like otherwise is like what was the point of being alive? Like, what's, mm. the, like, what's the point of everything? I'm just going to die one day. Yeah, that is, that's it. Rot away in a hole, but that's not it. You've got a soul, and it's awesome. Well, that's what, like I because I've had this conversation with a bloke before who was basically telling me that you don't we we assign meaning but why do we need to assign meaning what's the point of assigning meaning it just means that like it's by you feeling the need to assign meaning you're like inherently acknowledging that life is pointless so the only way to give it any kind of like zest is to give it some kind of purpose so it's it's like the kind of way he he phrased it i think what i took from it is that you act by the very act of assigning meaning to something means that without you acting mm. on it like that, it is inherently meaning, meaningless. Yeah, it's meaningless. So what you so what he's saying is that you're that you're acknowledging by saying that life has meaning that life doesn't have meaning because you need to give it meaning in order for it to not be meaningless. <laughs> and it was it was it was very frustrating for me because I'm like I don't I don't I don't agree with that because I I, I mean I mean I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I guess it kind of yeah, make logical that's a, sense. A loop there, don't we? Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I feel like I think we were down the fate path again. Yeah, <clears throat> I think it probably you, you, we could fate gives life even more. Definitely maybe. get there. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Play it, your part. It doesn't. It, it still doesn't do anything for the fact that we live here. I think that's my big my big problem with it is that we still live this. We're still having this experience. We're still human beings, right? Or we're still souls living a human experience. However, you, however you you want to frame it however you believe it and just believing that life is inherently meaningless does absolutely nothing in making it easier any easier living yeah do you know what i mean well because then why would you do anything why would you get up out of bed why would you walk why would you talk why would mm. you why that, would you do anything that could inspire some people mm. yeah does it inspire you um not that i'm looking for my life to have meaning no, it's just it how you are in life. Like, yeah, like yeah. it doesn't really bother me should I have meaning or not. I, I'm just going about my own thing. But some people might be like, eh, what's the point of it all? I'm just going to do what I want to do. Mm. No repercussions. You know, how they could become mass murderers. Like, yeah. you know, like that's what they want to, that's what they want to be. Yeah. Um, that's, that's you know, even that, even that's. But then other people could just drift through their life and, you know, have their kids and. And maybe like all the mean, like. Because I guess there's like there's a societal expectation, or at least there's a there's a template that it's kind of like this is the accepted way to live life, and commonly it's you you go to school, you get educated, mm-hmm. and you go into a career, whatever that might be, and then you uh, you buy a house, you get married, have a family, settle down, die, and then hopefully you have something left over to give your kids. Mm-hmm. It's like that's kind of like at least the, the basic template for how to live your life. So people maybe that are I wouldn't say drifting or, you know, maybe not necessarily aware of what mean, like what is meaningful to them in life. At the very least, maybe they assign 
some kind of necessity that at least if they've got if there's nothing else to to like go on with that they can mm. fall back on that and and maybe that's meaning in and of itself and people love the idea of building their own home mm. and you know having their own family if they're content and enjoying themselves that's mm. that's all well and good mm. as you don't not destructive you're not putting something if you're not ruining someone else's life you know because just because you believe that life shouldn't have meaning or anything and you put it you put that on other people who do think it and then it disrupts i think it disrupts that energy that karmic balance of the of the universe if that makes sense like if you're trying to force yourself or your ideas onto somebody else yeah like if you think it that's fine live your life the way you want to live it but don't put that on others don't force it on others. Don't bring other people to disrupt everyone else's life, even if they, if they do think of me. What's your me- what if that's your meaning of life, to inspire to people with... Yeah, yeah. to disrupt, <laughs> yeah. like, say, uh, you, you're pushing your spiritual yeah. um, beliefs and this you know, this, this will help improve your life. Or if you're a uh, uh, mm. Jehovah, like, you know, Jehovah's Witness or whoever knocks on the door, like, this religion will save you. Mm. Or... Even yourself, like even you love alcohol, love getting smashed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like waking up and just you know, drinking all over again. <laughs> like what what if that yeah. destructiveness is what is you really enjoy and like, yeah, I'm you know, while I've got these, you know, probably because of the liver damage, these fifty, sixty, seventy years, I'm just gonna get hammered every day. Yeah. yeah. I suppose yeah, it's your own beliefs and your own values. Yeah. And if they are true to you then so be it. Yeah, and yeah. then then the meaning of life is inherently personal. <laughs> yeah. There's but, no, there's no yeah. guide. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, it kind of has to be, doesn't it? We all live individual lives. Mm. We're all unique kind of characters that are, that are experiencing this existence of ours. It's so funny because I do believe that because we all are responsible for our own mm. actions, our yeah. own life, our own, the way we respond or the way we react. We are all essentially uh, responsible for ourselves and how we do things and how we are. So if someone does try to disrupt, I can choose to either take it or to leave it. And I think yeah. that's that might be the difference. Was that the point you're trying to make about like, you know, is, is it a good thing, uh, just the idea of, of pushing yourself, your beliefs on somebody else? I think maybe it's not that it's a bad thing, but where it tips the scales and becomes a, a negative is when you're removing that person's ability to say no or yeah. to get yeah. away yeah getting rid of their autonomy yeah because yeah. like you you know you can say probably is a spectrum of how far you can go mm. well because I, I believe that you know we all deserve we all deserve the opportunity to be able to pursue our own happiness and pursue our own meaning mm-hmm. in life and you know it, it the gray area then becomes like what's the what's the line in that like where your um where your pursuit is impeding on somebody else's pursuit you know, it's like I can't justify going out and, and physically hurting someone as because I like I like displaying brute physical force. Do you know what I mean? Like it could be it could be like a meeting. There will be a venue for you to go do that. Mm. You can take up fighting, a yeah. rough contact sport. You can find like-minded individuals that want to hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. No, I mean, it's, it's definitely yeah. no, definitely true. It's like, it's just but trying, trying say to... Say you like to, you're small, dainty, and you paint your nails, and you like to catch butterflies, you know, probably rugby isn't, <laughs> isn't your game. Probably not. Usually not. No. I, I don't think and usually not. the menu of life is very different between the two. Absolutely. Yeah. We need contrast. It's nice when everyone expresses themselves in their own way. Yeah. And finds their own meaning. Because my meaning is different to yours and different to mm. yours. And is it's it nice because it makes us unique. 
What is meaning to you? What's been meaningful for you? Mm. Um, I have to say theatre. I don't really know you very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will. I, I don't really. Yeah, like on on what level? Like, what do you mean by that? Because that's is it what, a um, thing or is it my does, life? Does meaning does it? meaning fuel your life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've often like I have to kind of do something for something. Yeah, there has to be not there ha- not in a way that it um, suffocates me, but there has to be. Uh, like a purpose for achieving, for yeah, doing something. Yeah, I feel like there needs to be a purpose. Like I need, I'm looking for, to get something out of it. Yeah. Whatever it may be. Like yeah. if it was to create art, I'm looking to create a piece of artwork. If I'm going to work, it's to experience work and to get paid. Mm. Um, if it's the same, like I have, <laughs> it's what I do has, it has to have purpose in it. Yeah. I think. Is, Is that there a difference between many and goals then? Well, I guess a goal is a goal is a desired outcome. Yeah, and yeah, that, like, yeah. yeah is, can is, the goal not have meaning? The goal can. I guess and yeah. The goal the, is the meaning. Oh, oh. <laughs> what have we done now? Is, is the goal the meaning? That's interesting. That's very interesting. <laughs> well, what, 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 like, so because if, if you if you have a desired outcome, if you want, if there is mm. your like going you, to work, getting paid. Yeah, exactly. If your outcome, your goal is to make money, mm. then you need to go and. Uh, you know, do a job or you need to go and perform some kind of action that's going to gain you an income which will get you towards earning that and, income. And not even income, like you're doing a piece of, like, yeah. Yeah. art and I'll, I want something at the end yeah. of this. And maybe is is meaning like the the, the, the the meaning that you've assigned to that piece of paper to draw on it, is that in order to achieve the goal or to achieve the purpose of doing it? So meaning is what happens in the meantime. Mm. Uh, whereas a goal is the end point. The end point. Does well, because I was just thinking, I'm like, the outcome can't be just the meaning because there's a no. meaning in each brushstroke mm. or there's a meaning in each mm. um, like task at a job. Yeah. And you get, with those different experiences, you then, they become meaningful. Right. As opposed to meaningless yeah. when they're not being done to achieve any... Or as part yeah. of a process to yeah. achieve That's anything. what you yeah, so like if you're in the wrong job and like you just yeah. doing a job for the money and that like, yeah. Yeah, and you're not getting anything, you feel it, you feel mm. that why doesn't it feel yeah. good? <laughs> yeah. It just simply good. And it has a goal. It has a goal, yeah. yeah. It'd be probably well, that's why like I might not necessarily enjoy the job, but if the purpose of the job is to gain just to gain an income, it isn't to be like a career path that I'm invested in. Mm. If it's just an earn me, earn me an income mm. from the time being, then that's the meaning that is assigned to it. Like the goal is there just to just to earn an income to keep me afloat. If it's fulfilling, but it's that the goal, goal that has yeah. provided the meaning. Mm-hmm. So maybe do you need? Well, a- I think it's independent. Like it's really an individual mm. um, experience. I don't think if. Everyone that goes to work doesn't have that, or they don't. Yeah. No, no, of course. Some people yeah. love their jobs. Yeah. Some people don't mind not liking their job, but they love <laughs> the the money that comes from it. Yeah. And they. Oh, yeah, I'm goal orientated. Yeah. So my job is a means to yeah. said goal. Yeah. 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 Well, do you think that that having a goal provides meaning to whatever it is that you're doing? Like, is that is that kind of what we've sort of come to? I think so. But I think that's one of the many factors of many. I think uh, I'm feeling that an English professor out there is going to be like, "What the fuck are you like?" The definition of individual words of meaning and yeah. goal will be helpful right now. Yeah. But if, if I was thinking, I'm like, we should, like, we should yeah. Google it, but I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, we can do that. 
goals onto something before. Yeah. So maybe my goals are my menu. <laughs> like again, because then like could be the Morgan Weir personality thing. Because I don't, we don't really have time for yeah. motion. Menu's just like a bit of ho hum. Fuck it, get get back there too. I want that. Yeah, but also like if you go to work, you have to do the work. So mm. it's meaningful to do the work. So you mean it's like there's nuance in, there's an actual, like, from a purely work in a vacuum point of view, in you you doing the tasks that are required to complete the, just the, the, the job itself, yeah. that's the meaning, that that work that you're well, doing. Yeah, provides. otherwise you don't get paid. But then there's also meaning, outcome. there's yeah. also what the job means for you as yeah. an individual, though, in your journey. Yeah, so it, there's, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. So it depends how you look at it, because I keep looking at that, and I'm just like, yeah, that the meaning at the time was actually not to create, it was to experiment, but yeah, the top one. Um, and to jump into a new, Mm. back into, um, art. Yeah. The meaning was to kind of open me up to creativity again. Well, did you need a goal? Did you have a goal for that? No. So it had meaning though, without there being a goal attached to it. The goal was to create a picture. Yeah. That reminds me of the Andromeda galaxy. Yeah. I don't know. You that you can't. Everything's different. Every, do you know what the Andromeda Galaxy yeah, looks like? Yeah, yeah it's it beautiful. really does. Yeah. It looks like. I don't know what the Andromeda Galaxy is. That's the one that the Milky Way's hurtling into it. Yeah, four hundred thousand k's an hour. Right, so we're gonna clash with another fucking galaxy. But we've been yeah. clashing with them for how long? A long, long time. Yeah. Like, when our gravity grabs hold, and then like. Wow. I, I go past the Andromeda Galaxy when I'm going through Theta and past the thing. Because you've oh, got to go past man. all the galaxies. Yeah, I've left the Milky Way once and that was a bit, what's going on here? Yeah, you keep going and then yeah, you go I a little to the bit further. Thing before and then... the lady told me about it and then, then I went out yeah. the shitty little window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your creativity, you know? I don't, I'm not creative. I've got, I've got the things that say I am from the palm reader lady, but. Like, <laughs> you do have it. It doesn't make sense. Like, I'm very good at, like, Think of insults and then telling people. That's <laughs> very creative. Quick witted. <laughs> yeah, you do get very creative with your insults. Yeah, because oh, he's put effort into this. <laughs> it's like Seinfeld talking about you got the finger. Like it's not really insulting, but if I got the toe, <laughs> because you've taken your shoe. Buddy, take the time to <laughs> yeah. get your fucking foot out. Yeah, I, that probably is. I think that does help. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, but the blue's the wrong way. Damn it, you. Sh- oh, sorry. My, oh, my bad. I'll try better next time. Yeah, you're you. fucking better. <laughs> <laughs> I want a Hubble telescope fucking photo How on amazing there. Amazing would it be? All right, all right, all right. Challenge you accepted. Want it? Challenge accepted. I can't do it. If you were to give it to me, I wouldn't. Yeah, sorry. Like, I, I, what do I do with this? You, seriously, you would be like, what do I do with what this? What do I do with this? I'm not an art person. You wouldn't put it on your wall? If I gave it to you as a gift, you wouldn't put it up on your wall? Then I, it I has could. lost meaning. For me. Wow. All the meaning has lost wow. that. Yeah, Ooh, I, I do like that's that That's a different type too. of meaning now. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ooh. We have gone down the rabbit hole. If something me. has meaning. And it gets taken away because... The, what you're intended to do for it, the intendee is like nowhere near on par with the intention. 
Right. Well, that's that's sort of goal. That's that's the goal-oriented meaning, isn't it? Oh, we're back to that again. Is that what? Is that? <laughs> I was trying to detach you, the two. Like they've, they've, they've But is that what you say? If you've got if you've got an intention and mm-hmm. and you want to or a goal or a goal and you want to achieve that, mm-hmm. then the actions that you're taking to get you there are full of meaning because you are trying to get to a desired outcome. Mm-hmm. And, and and is it like? But what about if 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 this pen has meaning in and my life? All exploded in your face. Imagine. Not the pen. I mean, like, like you've, you've gone and, like, you've picked a really nice pillow for someone. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, this is a great pillow. I'm going to give this to said someone. And someone's like, what the fuck what do the I fuck? do? Give me one random pillow. There's not much <laughs> anything else in my house. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, and, like oh. you've taken the time and effort. And, and it's just... Yeah. The meaning has died. Like, yeah. it's not even a thought that counts. You go, oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just embarrassing it is yeah was that bad karma now or is that just part of the human experience yeah really has no meaning and maybe like you should have gone a, gone a little bit more out of your way to figure out what the person actually really wanted how do you do that your mind reader well no maybe I... the person wanted they don't know it that's just the fucking hard thing about gift giving I had a really hard time receiving things yeah mm. so you should um, meet my dad he got me a fishing chair. A what? A fishing chair. Do you fish? No. no. <laughs> what, 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 what goes through your head? Like, what do you think goes through his head when he's purchasing that? Does he Does he purchase it? I think that's more meaningful to know that. Because what? if it was just to think of you and to get you something, then there's meaning in that. Well, the, he had me for the Christmas of four and I wanted a welder. I'm like, just get me welding stuff. And he did really well. Why don't you just tell him what you want more often? I like I like the surprise. Okay. Well then, put what's like the this is what's gift? hard. This is fucking but what's hard. Like, with but the gift. not everyone's good at that. I've learned that over. He's known me for thirty-two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it might not be his thing though. Yeah, I guess so. You know what I mean? Like I, I I'm very good. I, I want to make sure that when I give gifts, it's that related to that person. That I know that they'll like it. Sorry again about the intro. I'm going to go Lucy. I'm just not. Oh, I don't get hard. I see. Yeah, it's nothing. Oh, no. I get terrified when it comes to giving someone a gift that I know they haven't necessarily asked for. <laughs> Are you still talking about the, the Andromeda Galaxy art thing? He wouldn't not. He wouldn't accept it. He would be like, what do I do with this? If I give oh, him a piece of that. art. Yeah. Well, yeah, I could put it in my house. Well, that's usually you what you could, do with art. But you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> that's not nice. This is rude. Coffee, coffee table we've already got two we don't need any more do so you want me to make you a coffee table could you no, no really. <laughs> <laughs> I could draw your quite little, often then. I could draw your picture of a coffee table <laughs> and it would be an excellent drawing to well no think of, so you love the Andromeda Galaxy right you think it's epic so with to look at yeah I don't know about living on well obviously because we're in the Milky Way Galaxy yeah. but the yeah, it, it might not the, be the an Earth like planet out there guys don't feel bad <laughs> <laughs> so okay so if I hear that from him like, oh he likes that okay so I will paint then do a picture paint a picture of the Andromeda Galaxy what a jerk I am that's just that comes down to being observant yeah and also yeah. being able to so I, that's I wouldn't why... You'd only do that though because, like, you'd only pay attention to it. I feel like if, or for me, this is for me personally. Sure. I only pay attention to things that people say like that 
when I'm in like gift giving mode, like when I'm in like, okay, I need to get this person something. Mm. So I've got to listen and, and pay attention to what they're comment. saying. Yeah, sure. You know, I, I don't pick up on things otherwise. Otherwise to me, it just comes up in conversation. We're just having a pleasant conversation. Maybe because it's too about, analytical. Maybe. Yeah, it, it could yeah. be the way that I'm just inclined. And yeah. then when it, when it comes to, like I said, when, when like there is a, a gift giving time coming up, that's when I'll pay attention. But always around Christmas now. What do you want? <laughs> yeah. Just money. And then I put my spin on it. Yeah, like what? No, my mum's like, I want a wicker chair. And she picked this horrible thing from Bunnings. I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I like sourced out and I found one from the 70s back when shit was made properly. Oh, amazing. Like, Boom. There you go. I bought it from a crazy old lady that was her mum's and her mum lived to be over 100 and I got like a 30-minute story about it, which was interesting. The lady turned out to be a scientist too. Huh. Yeah, Gumtree. Um, <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. And I gave that to my mum. It was much better than something and soulless from China from Bunnings. And it was yeah. more meaningful, was it not? Because you went to all that effort mm. to find... Oh, it's no more effort than... That That sounds like a lot of effort. You had to go through half hour of a story. You had to go yeah, and deal with Gumtree. No, but I enjoyed women. the story. Yeah, but it's not really going mean. through. It's experiencing. Do you think well, just... Just because you said you said you're talking about meaning of the story, do you think that the story behind obtaining something also gives it meaning? So if you were to you, like if in that chair, for instance, mm-hmm. you give her a chair that you've gotten off Gumtree, mm-hmm. you've you've now got the story of uh, going well, that's, to that's that. That's what the lady place. said. Like, oh, I come to the story, and, and then you listen to her story. Yeah. But then you can even tell the story about the time that you got the chair. So then that's your story. So that this this literally this chair is sitting here, but here's the story of how I got the chair, and yeah. the chair itself has some kind of history and some kind of story, and as opposed to getting something soulless bought from Bunnings. It doesn't just have a story. Because it it's like even it. we went to IKEA the other day. Mm-hmm. And you just looked at you just looked at all the fucking all the the merchandise they've got there, and I think merchandise is the right word. All the all the all their stock, and it's just all just bulk manufactured. It's the same stuff. Yeah. Why would I rather some random clapped out old armchair that I've just picked out of an antique shop versus a nice new one from IKEA? I've, I'd just I'd be automatically inclined to want the antique from the antique shop. Why is that? Probably because of the history of it, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's actually been used. And it's been wanted. And it's got a soul in it. And that that kind of makes it a little bit more of a meaningful purchase. Ghosts could be attached to it too. Could be. I was going to say, all objects or all um, inanimate um, things do have energy. Well, have you... And and souls actually attach themselves to them. Because that item has meaning of some sort. And they come and, um, what's the word? Inhabit. The object. Is it the uh, the nun? The one of the conjuring. Yeah, that dog. Yeah, no, no, no yeah, the, the, the nun the movie. Yeah. And then there's like there's an empty chair in the house, and it's like the chair's got the ghost attached to it, or the spirits attached to the chair. Well, and Lorraine Warren have that cabbage patch doll, the Annabelle doll, that's like an evil spirit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Case, yeah. yeah that's a, that was a good one. That that uh, that Annabelle, the Annabelle movie. I didn't I didn't mind that one. Annabelle. Annabelle. Yeah. Um, but the actual doll's like a. Cabbage patch doll. Like, it's not... Oh, it's not, it's not a porcelain. Yeah, thing. it's not like a wicked handmade doll by an old man who's... I used to have heaps of porcelain dolls. I'd about 27. They're terrifying. I had 28. <laughs> 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 I didn't have any. <laughs> I just had a teddy bear that just slowly lost his stuffing over time for some reason. It's still is Kind of like a bean bag. You know, a bean bag slowly just deflate over time. That was my I had teddy. teddy bear. Yeah. Yeah. Was it cute? What would you name it? I didn't name it. Oh. My teddy bear was named Teddy. Uh, original. Excuse me? 
Wow, I'm realizing from a young age that I, I may not have a soul. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your present. Stuff your teddy's name. <laughs> oh dear. Just, just I want Teddy. You know, you, you you name something when you when you enjoy its company. You know, so that I don't even understand the point of it either. Maybe when I was really young, hmm. maybe I slept with it. Like, yeah, but <laughs> what did you do when you were a kid? What did you What did you play with? Did you have toys? He played um, with his stick. Yeah, played, yeah went into the bush. Like, what leaves? <laughs> Hunted my own my own game. Hunted my own toys and I fashioned them into a through stones into an tree. umbrella. You know how you get those like kangaroo? I've seen like the uh, like rabbits' feet, like your rabbits' balls. Hold on, I think we've unearthed. <laughs> Have you never thrown stones at a tree? I would never do that. It is fun. You're an idiot. <laughs> why, why would you throw stones at a tree? The tree has life. So it's the That's stone. How do you know the tree doesn't like getting stones thrown at it? Maybe it's just standing like, damn, I wish someone threw a stone at me. <laughs> someone's coming. Oh, Life yes. is so boring. Yes. Someone throw a fucking rock yeah. at me. Yeah. Shit. Oh, I can't turn my head that far. <laughs> Who's doing? there? Who's there? <laughs> you got a rock? Oh, he's going to get me from behind. Yes. And he's like, he's tensing his back. He's like, yes. And nothing happens. It's hurting my heart. <laughs> nothing Nothing happens. Least all these unsatisfied trees in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, right. I've never thought of it like that. It's like playing darts, but not. Yeah, when we've gone to Lerda Dog, Lerda we've gone for a hike, and we're just admiring the beauty that is like this, the, the parkland. Mm-hmm. And what if that forest. tree's menu of life has stones thrown at it? Oh, cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> I mean, you'll never know. <laughs> you never know. Well, I do feed it now, so I will know, and oh, I can talk to That's true. I can talk to plants. I've talked to my plants. Huh. And I know their soul names. Huh. What's that one? I haven't done that one yet. Oh. oh. Yeah. I've, I've, I've called it that. Jimmy. Because <laughs> it's, it's a part, soul name. It's a rubber plant. It's part of the rubber plant. And I thought of rubber is another name for a condom, so it's Jimmy. I thought that was quite quite clever. And yeah, it's in, it's in oh. his room. And I didn't I didn't like it, but I'm like, okay, it's it can be your plant now. So it's mm. under your It is a Logan plant. It is. It is. Yeah. It's, um, it's actually that one out there. Yeah, the one literally just on the yeah. other side of it. It's thriving. I enjoy that uh, that uh, the the whole mm. meaning thing. There's a lot of nuance in it, isn't there? There is much nuance. There is so much nuance, mm. and nuance. when you <laughs> nuance, and it becomes even more nuance when you go inward. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even shameless anymore. No, it's not. No. It's just fully intentional. Yeah. This will be edited out anyway. This part. So it should be. Yeah. It will be. <laughs> Um, I really like the tree in the stone throwing. I don't. I just. Oh. I disagree completely. See, I I never even liked throwing tomahawks at trees too, just to land it in the tree. Yeah, that's death. I mean, it's oh, it's fair enough. I mean, in fuck, if you enjoy it and go for it, it's not something I'd personally do. But you just do. Oh, I get addictive. Do you think you won't? But you watch everyone else do, and you're like. So I would love to throw. I would love to throw a tomahawk, but not at a tree. Would you throw it at? Well, something else that's not a tree. But what about if the tomahawk lands perfectly, like you're an Indian chief, like an American chief Indian, and like boom, and that was like your rival gang Indian chief, and you just finished the flight in one move, and that tree become nothing. <laughs> I just just give me an inanimate piece of timber, and I'll just fuck. I'll 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 hoik out it for days. I just don't think I could do it necessarily to a tree for no other reason. No. See, but I mean, I'm I'm like, 
until I listened to listening to Joe Rogan talk about hunting, mm-hmm. I always kind of balked at the idea of killing another animal. But the way he describes it, and it's like, and this is kind of comes with sort of to the meaning thing again. Mm. How having having a story behind obtaining something mm. um, makes that item or that object more meaningful. Um, the way he describes it is that if you hunt down uh, like an elk or a deer or whatever, I'm not in hunting at all, so I'm not even going to try and <laughs> explain the, the specifics. Um, but you, when you you hunt it down and you stalk it and you're with it kind of for you know maybe even days or whatever, and you finally like win the battle and get on top of it. And, and kill it and then you can harvest it for its meat, that meat all of a sudden has so much more meaning than if you had just gone yeah. to Woolies and just yeah. bought a, a hunk of meat. It's yeah. kind of like your chair story. Yeah, like, uh, that's what I mean, yeah. Like a, a poor little animal that died in fear. Maybe. Yeah. Well, the perspective he takes from it is that the, it's like the animal has, not that it succumbed, it, it has ultimately succumbed to mm. you. Um, but but it every step of the way. Did everything in its power not to die. Yeah. And, and I mean, ultimately, such as, I don't know, maybe just a spiritual... It's not a production line of murder. No, it's not. No. But you got meat food. You got meat for a long time. Meaningless murder. Not meaningless murder. Oh, this is going bad. Yeah. It makes me angry. But, um, you know, I, I, found, I found that really interesting. But I like that, even just the idea of, um, you know, something having meaning a lot of the time, if there's some kind of story associated with having it. That you that is, Absolutely. I think it's also got to kind of relate to you as well. You got to be able to appreciate something. Mm. Like you, if I was oh, to give now we've got another thing with the meaning. Yeah, we do. Yeah, so you got like to appreciate what you're meaning. If we were going to give, if you're going to give someone a pillow, and you were like, "Oh, I love this pillow," and that person doesn't appreciate having yeah, a pillow, yeah. they're going to go, "What the fuck did you give me a pillow for?" <laughs> your pillow, and you, and like you've walked around a shop and you feel, oh, Jimmy would love this pillow. But he didn't. <laughs> didn't even like is this, it. Is this a real story? Is this a true story? Right. Or did you just use it as a hypothetical? Yeah, it's just a hypothetical. I thought maybe you just dug it out of the memory bank. It doesn't matter. Mm. I could... Yeah, I'm not a big man for behind pillows. Well, if you mm. find a really nice looking cushion and it's like a decorative pillow yeah. and you're like, you know what? This has Jimmy's name all over it. And Jimmy didn't like it at all. And he didn't like it. Yeah, the, the appreciation took away the meaning. <gasps> and the coal disappeared. Yeah. But had Jimmy appreciated it... The appreciation was there, had meaning, had and the gold got hit. Like, oh, my God, you thought of me. That means so much mm. to me. Yeah. Well, even that, even if he That's didn't it. like it. Yeah. 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 Well, well, you know I'll... what? This pillow is really awful, and I it is really random. But it's Thank you. Going to my favourite movie, how... Um, Um, Vince, John Travolta, says to Uma Thurman... Oh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, like, yeah, you've got to promise not to get mad. Mm. And Mia th- uh, Mia's like, well, I, I can't do that. Like, mm. that's, that's the impossibility. Mm. Um, because what, you, what you're what you saying might upset me. I might get angry. And thus, I've broken my promise to you through no fault of my own. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like, yeah. getting the gift that you don't like... You're gonna get a nat reaction like, what the fuck did you give me that for? Yeah, like the cards are already being played. Every your true intention, yeah. and it feels like the but thank you for thinking of me. Yeah, like you're that insulted that your your gratitude means nothing. So there's another one. There's another. Yeah, but because he's so guilty that he, he's just trying to patch things over. Yeah. Hmm. Do you think in that instance you get a gift that you don't like? Do you? Do you comfort the shit gifter? Yeah, like I always did that. 
Or do you let them know? Oh, do you hide it? You got some poker face going on. I oh, I got really good at it because I growing up I got all <laughs> presents. I got a lot of so I just got used to it. Honestly, and I stopped actually having birthdays because I people I just I was insulted that no one knew me. That was a big thing for you. A lot of you hate receiving gifts because you feel like you get shit gifts a lot, which then you take to mean that you don't, you don't, you're not, you don't mean enough to people to go out of their way no. to get to know. This was young. This was like teenage years. It was the gifts. Hmm. I like. I know I was saying about my dad before, um, buying shit gifts, but that's mainly because he's a little bit of a narcissist, um, and I feel that after thirty three. 32 years of pretty intimate uh, like a relationship mm. like you should you should know what you, yeah. your son doesn't like fishing mate let's let it go because he likes fishing yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> see that's another thing when you gift give because you like the gift so much you're like oh, they're going to love it but yeah. really you're just looking at you like looking at it as for yourself can I throw something really hard into this into this machine here for a second go for it with your dad and that gift. It's very hard, very firm. It's like gold hard, rock hard, or proper steel? Oh, no, apparently, you know, gold's a soft metal, so yeah, it's exactly. not gold hard. Yeah, it's kiss chasing. It's uh, it's kiss chasing metal. Yeah. yeah. Very valuable, though. Same with metal, actually. Anyway. Music fans will be raging. So, you, you don't you, you don't have the ideal relationship with your dad. Maybe your dad's very... What's ideal? Well, I mean, like, that you guys aren't, you know, overly chummy. I think maybe he's aware of his shortcomings. Maybe he's self-conscious. Who's conscious of his shortcomings? Is no, I don't think he's aware. You don't think he's aware full stop? Yeah. Because oh, the, the, the angle that I'm coming from here, playing slightly, you know, a bit of the devil's advocate, of course, yeah. is that maybe because he, he wants to get to know you better, but he doesn't quite know how to. That's a very deep subconscious However, possibility. So to begin with, let's do an activity together. This is what I know. I'll give you this so it might encourage... You to come. You might want to come fishing with me, and then we can spend time together, and maybe start to patch things. Or... That will be meaningful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, it's yeah, really. It's yeah. a very obscure. It's probably nowhere near the or, mark. Do you know the angle? Do you, do yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I get it. Like it's an ulterior motive. Mm. Angles and angles again. Ooh. I'm doing something nice for myself. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, yes, it's nice for myself in that I can satisfy my own desire to go fishing. Mm-hmm. However, it can be seen I from see. the point of view that but I want to spend quality time with my son. You've known me for a year and a half. Guys, Do I in any way come across as someone that likes to sit still and wait for a fish to bite? Absolutely not. No, yes. no. You get very bored very quickly. But it's, an <laughs> but it's not about the fishing. Yeah, it's, no. not about the, it's not about the activity. Uh-huh. It's about the time spent. Yes, okay. My dad loves to argue. Sure. Loves it. Sure. Even if he knows nothing about what he's arguing. <laughs> ah. He will do it. Like that. Nice. And he will him. run away when he realises he's out of his depth. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, I'm going to get out of this conversation. <laughs> he's had three daughters and he hasn't learned. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Poor so I think that for punishment. Yeah. I was just trying to present a, a, <laughs> no, different, a different... It could it could work for other people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do get it. I because, do. I mean, like you said, if he, if he has narcissistic tendencies, maybe yeah. that is something that's up his alley, that he he's wrapping, he's wrapping that idea up of, I want to spend time Ooh, with let, my son. Let in... me put the pause on that and let me bring up another gift. So 30, okay. bit of a uh, iconic birthday. Bit of uh, a milestone, yep. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, 
And it's pretty much like the death of your youth, let's face it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, you're on the brink. Oh, no. Sorry. 2030 in July. Oh. I love how you've been saying that since <laughs> my last birthday. Yeah. You're 30 this year. Anyway. <laughs> back to your Continue story. The death of my youth. Back. Sure. Death yeah. of my youth. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> hey, I'm only as old as you feel. Um... <laughs> I, I genuinely feel it. It's not a bad oh, really? thing. I actually, yeah. Oh. When I was 20, 27, 28, mm-hmm. and I, I was feeling different. Like the way I, like in my body, like mm-hmm. the way I couldn't ex, I couldn't shed the fat off me oh, as quickly I've never, as. I've never had that. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I don't know, and just different things, like the way I thought and the way, like I don't yes. know, the way I was. The I really felt a big one. massive one, and I'm like, yeah. and you realize how old you are when you're looking oh. at even like 25 year olds, and you um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Lucky fell out of the age tree and hit every (laughs) (laughs) bridge. This was when I was 27, so. Uh It's just that, but it was like, I don't know, it's this. I'm 26 this year, okay? It's September. Practically 2022. (laughs) (laughs) I do feel like you're a lot younger. No, Um, No, but I just, I really felt a shift in maturity. Mm-hmm. And like it's not ego. I think it just happens mm. when you hit yeah. a certain age. You just like I'm like I oh, I just I don't want to go to like parties anymore. I want to just sit home, oh. drink a cup of tea, read oh. my book, be alone, or I want to go antiquing, or I want to like everything changed. Everything that I wanted to do, how I wanted to be, changed, and I felt those differences. And it was nice actually. I just was like you know I want to appreciate it because I'm glad I'm not you know 21 anymore. Where does that come from? Because that's not like. That, that, that's like a genuine like physiological maturing of like your yeah, brain I kind ge- of thing isn't it I genuinely it's not, felt a difference like it's like, not you didn't have any specific experience no. that made you go oh I'm really interested in this now is it kind of just one of those things that just happens uh, for me yeah. that, for me that's what I don't know if that's um, yeah. you like Penny you haven't been 30 yet <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, I, sorry I feel I feel I'm like mature but I feel like I'm mature more out of circumstances that have arisen that I've responded yeah. to in a certain way. No, I feel a physio. But I feel like, yeah, physiologically, I'm not necessarily there yet. Yeah. No, honey. No, you're not. <laughs> you're like the grade six kid that keeps trying to be a peer with a teacher. Like, no child, you're 12. <laughs> <laughs> I was. <laughs> he was. That's the video he showed me. <laughs> It's him talking to a teacher. You need a the teacher vice that has MLS <laughs> across it. <laughs> MLS? Yes, MLS. What's MLS? Massive loser squad. Oh, <laughs> fucking bang. <laughs> you know, I might yeah. have one of those tucked away in the cupboard somewhere, actually. We can just draw it's in, that It's in the wash. I wear it pretty frequently. <laughs> Yeah. Did you? Do you not, f- not enough, it would seem. Well, did you? Did you? Do you know what she's talking about with the maturity thing? Like yeah. maturing physiologically. Like yeah. In your um, I'll probably take. Uh, so still risks. Mm-hmm. But I study what I'm going to do more. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't go out anywhere near as much. I used to spend all of my pay. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Going out every I don't know where weekend. My, I have no idea where my money went. Mm. And, and this is it. 19 and 25. Now, I was like, where, where did my money go? I now I get the shits when I, when I... Is that a function of experience, though? Like, like, as opposed to just generally maturing physiologically? Like, 
Do, do you not spend money now because you have responsibilities now that you didn't have? But I didn't have I to have the responsibilities. I understand the responsibilities. Yeah, but you don't have to have them. You can yeah, that's throw what them I'm saying. Wind, I, yeah. I just understand responsibility. It was it's different. Like even when I was at home, I I noticed it before we were together. Yeah. There was a change. There was a shift. I I knew that you know I didn't mesh with certain people anymore, or that things were changing around me because I was changing. Yeah, it just happens. Dawned on me. I think a few months ago, um, a lot of lack of inspiration and. Yeah, yeah, like a lot of old things, like a, a huge transition of life and what meant something doesn't mean something anymore. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you're like you're looking for new avenues and you just want genuine. You want... Authentic. Yeah, authentic. You want m- purpose. You want like meaning. You want <laughs> damn episode. <laughs> and again, like I, I'm, I'm not a believer of the meaning of life or a meaning in life, you know. Like, uh, life's a lottery, not even, like, we, we got we got lucky. Like, even our planet, where our planet sits in the galaxy, it's lucky. It's lucky we have a moon. It's Do you believe that? Yeah. That it's lucky? Yeah. Like, obviously... Yes, I finally found something we disagree on. <laughs> no, I, no but it's a perspective, though. I know, I, I think it's a perspective. <laughs> oh. Yeah, like, um... No, okay, yeah. Like, obviously, compared comparing... Earth to every other planet, every yep. other galaxy, like it's finely orchestrated, designed, engineered, mm. bang. Like it's just perfect. Like yeah, everything yeah, just yeah. ended up being perfect to sustain our life. Like a little bit closer, a little bit too far away, a moon too small, a moon too big. Yeah. Um, if we didn't, even our other planets help us out. Like Jupiter's got a huge gravitational pull and mm. it grabs asteroids and just launches them out. Yeah. Like just little things like that. And then our sun, like being a yellow dwarf like the significance of it all um so yeah I, I do feel like it was divinely made but also what does that say about the rest of the universe yeah i, I mean there's a vast universe out there yeah like i and, uh, like we I haven't discovered all the earth-like planets no of that, course but, not but so far as we've discovered nothing's really like earth mm. Like, they'll be around a red giant. Yep. And they may look green and blue, but it could be methane. And yeah. a red giant's a lot hotter than the sun, and it has no moon. Is a red giant, like, the sun, but, like, in a dying stage or a dying uh, phase? Well, it depends on the amount of, uh, um, well, our suns smashing hydrogen and hydrogen into each other, nuclear fusion. And, like, the, the reaction of that is our sunlight, and then eventually when it gets enough so as hydrogen smashes into each other it becomes helium and eventually when there's enough helium inside the sun it'll expand because helium's a lot bigger than hydrogen right and then they'll have enough gravitational pull to smash the helium into each other that'll create carbon and during uh, the process of the two helium smashing into each other yeah so it's just Physics like with a... Neil deGrasse Tyson is <laughs> 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 it listen to like more it's often amazing. Yeah. it is amazing I love Neil deGrasse Tyson yeah. Um, That's really interesting. As it smashes, it has the mass to smash um, helium into helium. And mm-hmm. then in this stage, it will eat up Mar- um, Mercury, it will eat up Venus, and it may eat up Earth. Mm. you got to remember, as it's expanding, the gravitation pushes mm. pushes it away as well. So it's hard to calculate. We'll be well and truly dead by then, so yeah. don't stress. <laughs> um, but it could, also be, it could also be um, divinely planned because there's a moon around Saturn called... Titan, uh, which is currently methane, give it that extra temperature, 
you know, same thing that happened to Earth happens yeah. over there. The methane eventually does its crazy. This yeah. is too much for me. We need Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> I'm happy one day. The extra temperature. I'm sorry he listens. <laughs> the extra temperature. Yeah, we'll, yes. we'll, we'll bring um, oxygen and then, you know, mm. gets protected by Saturn. And there's another moon floating around Jupiter. Similar qualities to Titan. Mm. Um, I've heard about. I think I've heard about these moons, yeah. like briefly. Yeah. And There's like could, seventeen, isn't there? Or eleven? How many moons? Just Jupiter, like a hundred and something, possibly two hundred. Okay, I was thinking about the wrong one. But major moons has about sixty, like significant yeah. Yeah. big moons. Yeah. Um, mm. And yeah, as the sun becomes a red, it will have the power to make them hospitable. Right. Okay. That's really interesting. It, it is rather interesting. Well, and yeah, uh, back to the divine plan. Like mm. when the Earth is fucked out, we can go over there. Mm. When the humans figure it all out, he's like, I think this is a it's a really loaded topic now coming into because I think we tried to talk. We talked about it in that we did a recording the other week, but didn't end up getting it out for other reasons. We just got really busy, couldn't do it. But that was when we were talking about realities. Uh. So it's good you here. We can talk about it. Um, so mm-hmm. one of the, when you were doing your reading um, on the, the theatre literature, she talked about, um, there was Deja Vu, she was actually, she, she was yes. talking about. And she said her take on Deja Vu. Oh, that is a whole topic. <laughs> her take on Deja Vu is that when you experience it, it means that you've lived this exact life before up to this moment in time. And so when you feel it, you experience it, it's because your soul is becomes aware of the fact that it's done this before and there's going to be a decision that is coming up very shortly that you are going to have to you know make a you're going to have to make a decision a certain way that you know could be different to what you did this time in nice. a past life do i get that right Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you should probably say it, not me. No, but yeah, I'm not very eloquent. It feels like a, a Goosebumps book. And like one takes you to an ending and one continues the book. Yeah. And here's here's where it fucked but me up. How she uses it. She says, if I take deja vus as in when a deja vu is coming, it means that I've been at this point before and I need to make a different decision than I did last time. So whether it was the deja vu itself, which slowed like time down and like boosted her awareness. Because you know how sometimes you stop in that deja vu and you're like oh oh that's gonna happen oh the door slams and that person gets up and says something and you have that moment oh, i feel like a, a sim my little thing's been cancelled yeah like, what the <laughs> hell just happened <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. Broken. <laughs> Good. Um, so she uses it as i've been here before mm-hmm. and there's a something there's a decision that's coming up that i have to make a different decision and because she's experienced everything up until that point it's time to make a different decision than last time because that could change the reality mm-hmm. of the time that she's living in then. So then it kind of like splits that um, that story yeah. mm-hmm. into two. So she now makes a different decision at that time mm. than last time. And what did you want to talk about? Well, the, where that sort of fucked me, I don't know if we actually, if we've completely got the thought train out there yet on how we got to this point or if we have, I'm not sure. The, the implication that I got from it is that the entirety of our human timeline or even our physical, this like third plane timeline has played itself out and we're experiencing, 
Yeah, and we're experiencing different points of it. That's right. That's why, because because it meant that if you've experienced this life before and you're living this exact same life again, does that mean that if we're running with the theory that we are souls that experience humanity, then does that mean that after you die and your soul's getting ready to come back down to earth to live in this exact time, it's gone back in time? Because my idea was always up until this point that humanity, that our third plane timeline was always chronological. So when you died in you know, 2000, let's say we die in 2000, I died in 2000, I, if I'm going to be reincarnated, I have to be reincarnated after that point, mm. right? So that was my idea. But yeah. then this deja vu thing, if you can go back and start that same life over again. How would you choose? The, you, you know, the lives out there. Because we're talking about, you know, you know that uh, your life is an egg thing? Yeah, yeah. And when he said, yeah, when you die, you're going to go back and be a, uh, like a Vietnamese yes. farmer in, a in like, a girl. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so I was like, cause that to me was a bit like, oh, I'm not sure about that. But then when she was talking about deja vu that way, I'm like, that would mean that our entire third plane, like from conception to death, the same life is just, it's, it's already been played out and but we're just experiencing different. Yeah. And it's like, like the wait. teachers asking you the question that you got wrong in a test over yeah. and over again. Yeah, and some people do keep coming back to yeah, learn I've different heard, lessons. I've heard that from a clairvoyant. Yeah. Because how can how can you predict something 30 years from now? But I've you, know, also you, get, you know, people have made predictions a, about what's going to happen in 2020. Yeah. Like 50 years ago, they've written a book Full that says exactly. Yeah. So it's like, how does that even happen? Because it's played itself out. It had to have. Out, uh, so we're just experiencing way, shape or form. these little tiny blips of a timeline that's already completely played itself out. Have and you looked into uh, Stephen, Stephen Hawking's like um, multiverse? No, I haven't. No, I have a multiverse book. I have a few, yeah. actually. He was just saying how, like, every decision that everybody makes makes a new universe. Yeah, that's what. I was and that's thinking. what that's what we're going on with thinking, this. If you're making a different decision, if you choose not to say something in like five seconds, and whereas you might say something, something. in five seconds, yeah. So yeah. it's like that then changes. So, yeah. But where where does that happen? Where Serious does that go? Aaron and having a podcast in another universe right now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, and and so like every decision you make which is pretty much every waking moment of your life. I have a choice right now between sitting... I could get up and... It seems like a lot of matter to go through. But the, but there's infinite. And, 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 and it's like they're just the, infinitely we like happening. handle how big the universe is. It's, and it's expanding it's, at a rap... Like, it's getting faster than the rate of expansion. It's just infinite. And then, like... And have you heard of the big rip? No. no. Like, when it, like, when the universe gets so big... That there's not enough gravity to hold the particles together, so everything just falls apart anatomically. Well, but this is this is the thing, though. Like this is the, with well, the that that's becomes, one that's that one universe here. Yeah. Seventh plane, technically, huh. because everything because uh, the seventh plane this, is infinite, right? The seventh plane, the multiverse. Could be. And because the thing is, this is the seventh. You can go to the seventh plane. Isn't anywhere. It's it's the atoms of everything. Like a veil. Yeah, you yeah. can say that. But so because it's the atoms, at, it's the everything of everything. It's the matter of everything. So if you're going to say everything just rips and falls apart, it essentially we just become that the seventh plane of existence. But I think back into uh, that. Well, I, I can't actually. Even, I was going to say I think the pure. Orbs of energy needs gravity to hold it together, but oh, that's what I was saying. So everything under the so from the because the sixth 
plane of existence is the where laws. all the laws are yep. and they govern the universe but still on each plane there are different yes yeah, so it doesn't matter different about laws. so it doesn't matter about yeah, yeah, that yeah. above on the seventh plane that's Ooh. just that just is so if there is I, I wouldn't say i don't really think that it's going to get too big i genuinely think we it's have just, just got a whole heap of carton of eggs and we smashed them <laughs> with a massive hammer here <laughs> the thing with that right if you look at the seventh plane like a blank piece of paper mm. and then you apply yeah. a medium to it you mean that Oh, that's a whiteboard. But if you apply a medium to it, that's going to behave in a particular way based on the laws that are governing the composition of that. And so alcohol ink will behave differently to what pencil will, to what charcoal will. Yeah. And so if you look at the seventh plane as like a, as the blank piece of paper, which, you know, anything can happen on, depending on what you use, like what realm, what medium you use in order to convey a message on that piece of paper, it will depend on the like how it moves how it works what but ends up being f- happening on that paper i feel that moves are laws bound by physics huh. and that's not there anymore yeah that's if it can't be there because like then you become energy. it you yeah. are the pure energy so yeah pure essence you it there's a there's two ways of getting to the seventh plane one is to visualize yourself moving up and out of your body and then mm. past the galaxies up until the end of the universe all the mm. to all the laws and then you get to In the, the seventh plane there's another way where you sit and you are so you become um, you share the molecules and this you share space and molecules with the chair below you and then on the ground and then and it's unreal when you think and then you actually become everything and you can move through it and if you you can put your essence in every anywhere you want, really, you can put your oh, well, not essence, your um, I want to say your soul, but that focus, you can move around it because mm. you become you and the chair are one, you are the table are one, you are the chair, and then you ex- you keep expanding to the planet and then to the solar system and then to really you keep going up, yeah. but you keep just spreading that. Isn't that interesting, you go up as well. Yeah, and you just keep it's going. Just like or just keep, it's not up, or you just have you keep... seen photos from the Hubble telescope? Yeah. And like, it's like galaxies, like yeah, stars. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, it's, it's not just like one little. No, they're yeah. like multicolorful. They're your multicolored. Unbelievable. Yeah, right. God, I, I really want to, like, uh, wow. eventually get Let's into some physics a little bit of that, like physics and Ooh. quantum physics and that yeah, kind like of that. stuff. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. All, yeah, 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 and I've seen those. So that's what then, uh, you, that's before you get to the light. You see that because that's the end of the unit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So no. Keep floating. Yeah, like you, I remember seeing like the the um, oh, that one's mad. So but like it, you hear you hear that there are more galaxies than there are grain of sands on Earth, and you're like, no, no, no there's a lot of grain of sands on Earth. Yeah, no, 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 that can't happen because the universe is pretty big. Like Earth is a is it like Jupiter's red spot. Is as big as our Earth, as the surface area of our Earth, and yeah. it's just a tiny little yeah. pimple on Jupiter. Yeah, oh, and we're then, tiny. And Jupiter's like, I think like one one thousandth of the Sun. <laughs> yeah, it's, can't even fathom. It's just can't, crazy numbers. This is where we need like Sports Center or something to give me, give me the dimensions in football <laughs> fields. Or Olympic-sized swimming <laughs> pools. No, it's getting too little. Yeah. We need to build. Yeah. Yeah. Planet-sized. Un- yeah. yeah, unbelievable. And then, well, like, forces are planets, too, because it rains diamonds yeah. on the gas giants. Yeah. Mm. That's how powerful it's these amazing. things are. Like, it's because there's so much pressure in the atmosphere mm. or something. Yeah, that's how yeah. fucking big that Pardon me. But Jupiter's a failed star. Yeah, you guys are potty mouse. <laughs> Jupiter's, <laughs> Jupiter's, <laughs> Jupiter's a failed star. Oh, that's so sad. 
<laughs> I loved. I've always loved Jupiter. Oh, okay. well, then he, one of That's the my moons. first astral projection was it's floating around Jupiter. That's awesome. Yeah, I like cool. the um, one of the moons' names, Io. 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 I don't know. I've always loved that. Europa. Name. Europa. Jupiter's moon. No. I have heard of that. I have heard of Europa. And we may be able to habitate that. Sorry. <laughs> you just triggered. No, good, yeah. No, I've always, like, every time I think of Jupiter, I always think of Io. I don't even know why. But I, when I was, when I, was in, I think it was when I was primary school, we were learning about the planets and then the moons. And I'm like, oh, what's that called? And then I went around, I'm like, Io. I'm like, that's fun. Mm, that's yeah. two letters. But, the, you know, something just resonates with you. Yeah, yeah. And just like, I can oh, never yeah. forget it. It's like as uh, in the, the Kepler belt, it's full of all the asteroids in between Mars and Jupiter. There's a little planet in there called Ceres. Oh. Yeah. And there's another planet past Pluto. Dwarf planet. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I think I've heard of Planet that. X or something. No, do- no, Planet Earth X is a star. It's a red dwarf. Ah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, like, I remember and that in stars spin around each other. Every 26 million years, Planet X comes in because past Pluto, way yeah. out past, there's another yeah. orbiting asteroids yeah. and planet X gets nice and close and ah. upsets that and then we get smashed with asteroids and then it goes off oh. and there's like extinction events every twenty. Sure. <laughs> wow That's is there one coming up like within the next decade because it really feels no. like we're getting to a mass extinction event <laughs> no but there is a I think that like, it was like a 100k's big asteroid that got real like getting a bit close here a bit close for comfort just guys. recently yeah Oh fuck! I think I'm talking about that. Yeah. I think I think there may be another one coming. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. And how the media just didn't even give a shit. Uh, they were busy covering may... other factual things. <laughs> like if they because they can't exactly calculate how fast Earth is and that yeah. and exactly what trajectory it's on. Yeah. yeah. And Bruce Willis is getting a bit too old to go up and bomb asteroids off their projection to Earth. <laughs> yeah. See, I think that's an Armageddon reference. Yeah, but just, I think they'll be smashing into each other so much. You're not going to... Bruce Willis and the asteroid. Well, just asteroids. Right. So, like, Mercury has just been polax of all its nice crust, and it's just like a ball of lead. Right. So, have you you ever drilled through metal in your um, your apprenticeship? It's not easy, is it? Well, no, no, especially if you have the wrong drill bit. Yeah. Well, just imagine, like, two massive rocks coming at faster than bullets and becoming, like, one real concentrated rock. That rock that went past us... Could be like friggin' metal. Oh Jesus! And trying to blow that up. Uh uh-uh, uh No, yeah. just just. Can I just peg this back for just? Maybe if they smash it and they put a dome over it and they capture all the <laughs> debris. <laughs> they can like... siphon off all the gold and silver that's in it and just. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's yeah, there'd be asteroids out there that have really expensive rare. Mm, I'm sure there fucking would be. Plus elements we're probably not even aware of. Yeah. Physicist. There's a whole periodic table out there to discover <laughs> the jumping, the jumping on spacecraft as we. <laughs> I just want to go back quickly because I, I did have a little bit of unfinished business with this reality thing. Of course you did. It kind of gave me a bit of a <laughs> a life meaning crisis, and it's fitting that we were talking about Ooh, meaning in like life. Like a crisis of faith or crisis of life. <sighs> like a what's the point of it all kind of crisis. That's a massive crisis. Oh, it's a crisis for me, and I know especially because. The stuff that I talk about on on this, and because I do analytical. have meaning, but it's when I when I think about the 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 um what what this kind of thing means, yeah. it's like fuck when you put it in perspective. So you know we're talking about the realities thing. Every time you make a different decision, um, mm-hmm. you create a different reality. 
by every decision that you make. Yeah, there's the reality of the, the decision going one way, reality going the other way. Uh-huh. I feel like there should be veils instead of the universe. Yeah, I can say that. Yep. I feel. And then, yep. and just the idea that our entire chronology, our entire timeline's played itself out. It's already happened, and we're just experiencing different blips of it, and we're making decisions based on the circumstance we find ourselves in, okay. and each decision creates a different reality. Mm. Yeah. Splits us off, yada, yada. So we are currently living on one stream, one reality stream, in an infinite, among an infinite array. So there are infinite Logans that are all coming up with, that are all making different decisions. And I just happen to be inhabiting this world where I'm making these decisions. Yeah. So given that this entire thing's already played itself out, and I'm a tiny blip in time, and I'm also one of an infinite amount of Logans at this point, what the fuck is the point? What In the big scheme of all that, what does what I do right now mean? In the big scheme of just this idea of uh, a full, like, already played out timeline and infinite situ- scenarios that there are infinite Logans within. When you go to Lunar Park... And you jump on a merry-go-round. What's the point? To He's going around and going fun. up and down. Have fun. Have fun. Why can't that be the point? Why isn't your life going to Luna Park and jumping on a merry-go-round? I was just going to say, just your soul is obviously needs to have the, this particular experience. Yeah. And it's as simple as that. And yeah, yeah that's like just the... fucking enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out, mate. No. I'm just like, I love the magic of everything. With yeah. you and your analytical. No, no, no. Because like, the thing is, I, I, I agree with that. No, it's I know. Just no, that I, I get it too. When I think of it, when I just ex- like think about that concept, that yeah. idea, it kind of just gave me a moment of like. What? Well, you know, yeah, fuck. What what is what I do right now? Even if we just take out the infinite reality thing and just roll with the idea of one complete timeline, and I'm just experiencing a portion of I'm it. I'm feeling some Donnie Darko shit right here too. Who's Donnie Darko? Don't look at me like that. Do you know who Donnie Darko? Is? Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake! Is this? Are a you fun- feeling the Donnie Darko ness out of there? Is it? I'm just. I insane. don't know much about. Just keep going. Oh, okay. Um. Well, uh, one of the teachers played by Drew Barrymore. She was saying how there was some reckless boys destroying a house and it was a beautiful old house with an old person inside it. But they enjoyed destroying the house because destruction is a form of creation. Mm. So maybe if you went down another alley, like being so analytical, everything's disciplined and structured. If you went against the grain and really pushed your boundaries, discovered yourself. Yeah. And kind of like just maybe that would help you discover another meaning of life. Unpack. No, if you if if you need to like. I believe. I believe. No, because I like. I think it's my spiritual beliefs that pull me back from that kind of void of like nothingness and meaninglessness. Because I believe that like my soul is living this existence for a purpose. Like there's a reason Mm -hmm. for like the that I'm here. But wouldn't the analytical side of you like to know instead of believe? Well, this is the thing where I clash, and I'm trying. I have to try. I do. I need to try and reconcile those beliefs with my nature and that's like that's something that i'm I'm, I'm trying to do like kind of since i've been aware of um just how i function and what i believe because they do clash because i i like I, I like faith i love faith i love living in faith i love having a faith of some sort it's but faith nice. is not logical Faith doesn't stand up to an, 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 an analysis. It's not logical for you. It's logical for me. 
I can make a logical argument for faith, yeah. but I feel like faith in and of itself um, is not doesn't is it, it, it's not logical. I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what, logic is what? I can it's say not th- scientific, is it? No, like, maybe yeah, that's maybe that's more the case. Sci- yeah. And it's so very open scientific. to interpretation. Mm. Yeah, because logic for me is magic <laughs> and spirituality. <laughs> what and if magic is just what the, you know, you're watching the wrong hand of the magician? It's really just an illusion. Well, it doesn't matter. Like, for me, that I just like that. I don't know. For me, that's... Because I would say... For me, faith is logical. Like, for me, I, I can't imagine a life without, without a, faith. Without I, a soul. Without a soul. It'd just with, be... Pretty pointless if you just live this experience this to is, just be here. This, you're the same decaying organic matter as everything else. Mm. As, like, not it, even everyone else, like yeah, everything. Just everything, and ev- and it just that, dies, and then that's it, and then that right, and then that's it. That you know, smile you're made of stars, and then like the dot dot dot. But then again, so is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> the garbage isn't sentient. <laughs> we ha- we feel garbage doesn't. Garbage just is. <laughs> Maybe we should be more like garbage sometimes. I overthink. Maybe. Yeah, it's done its thing. Yeah. I'm here to relax. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been emptied of my contents and now yeah. I'm just an empty package floating through. Things the... that get recycled are like, empty. fuck, I wanted to be that guy. Getting <laughs> <laughs> melted down into a sweet container. <laughs> <laughs> and just living an infinite life of plastic, just constantly being recycled into more now, plastic, plastic things. Plastic is useful. It's very useful. Yeah, it's amazingly useful. Yeah, definitely. So really it's not changed really the 21st century. Meaningless. Yeah. That's, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. I agree. Of course. Because you're not an empty packet. You are the packet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a Tim Tam wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> I held something beautiful. People want me not for my packaging, but for my fucking Aldi brand contents. Tim Tam wrapper. Oh. Oh. RGA black and gold. Oh. 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 You know, this was a really fun tangent on you <laughs> telling us about the 30th birthday present that your oh. dad got you. <laughs> we went on like a 45 minute tangent on that. Nice <laughs> salt in the wound there. No, um, so, 30th birthday, iconic. I thought we went there. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, no, no, we didn't actually. No. Yeah. Um, my dad purchased me some Lamani perfume. You know, a bit of a... You don't even know what it is. I have no fucking idea what that is. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like... Lamani. Lamani. Is that where the logo kind of goes? Like, Is that that? like a rip-off of Armani? No. No, it's its own brand and it's terrible. So, if you go to the chemist's warehouse and you see the things locked up in the shelf, this one isn't locked up. (laughs) 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 And then my dad gave it to me and I looked at him because I had worked at the chemist and I know exactly how much these are. (laughs) And I had Lamani. He's like, yeah, it's got a nice fragrance. It's got a nice musk to it. And my partner has opened it up and she's had a sniff and she's like, it smells like fly spray. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, you know, it's not bad. And so that was my 30th. That Christmas, I purchased Dad the gift set of Lamani and the deodorant. Because I like to go above and beyond. Oh, those tables, how they turn. (laughs) And then... A Father's Day or a birthday came up, and I bought him another one. <laughs> he didn't say anything? Or yes. What did he say? Was he appreciative? Oh, Lamani. Yay. Oh, right out, haven't you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so much wasn't said, but um, my I got him for Christmas this year. You got mine. Okay, okay. 
and I got what he, I got him what he wanted. And I thought, I'm going to have some fun with this. <laughs> he got me bocce for this Christmas present with the stool, which is a nut. Like, everything he got me was wrong. <laughs> everything. Um, I like bocce. So, Bocce's fun. Well, bocce is fun. But yeah, no, I looked at him, looked at him with bocce. It's a very eclectic uh, gift. It's to, interesting. He's like, I thought you could go play bocce. it on your block with your friends. And there was also a hammock in there, and another good hammock, like a, a, a fifteen dollar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Put like a straight out of the Audi catalog. I was from Bunnings, but oh, the bottom shelf of Bunnings. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, probably by was the time he bought it. Was it the one that looks it. like fishing, uh, fishing line, like the it's fishing? Like made hat. from a tent. Oh, that's right. You and said it folds yeah. into itself. Uh. Um, so yeah, I had a bit of fun. I got him. I got him hooky. And I got him another Lamani. <laughs> and he brought up, he brought up, yeah, thanks for the presents. I'm like, yeah, what do you, what do you reckon? You like hooky? He's like, yeah, I actually like hooky. I'd swap him hooky for bocce. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But it just shows how well he doesn't know me. <laughs> we only went to Yay every Easter to the caravan park and I only played the fucking hooky game like pretty much every day in the family <laughs> game room. But yeah, yeah. Have I ever played bocce? Probably, but not enough to buy me a dare bocce set. <laughs> not enough to, to play it on a block that's a ski ramp. Well, we've got a bocce set. Do you want to take it? Because we don't really play with it as much as what we would like to. And oh. you sound like, just from this story, yeah. you sound like yeah. it w- you would have a better home for it. I know what you're trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to work. And, uh, yeah, we were talking about the Lamani. Yeah. Uh, this is the weekend that's gone by. And yeah. he's like, oh, I, uh, did you... You know, he thought I re-gifted his Lamani, but I wouldn't do that because it was opened and a little bit sprayed out. And so I didn't re-gift him. I'm like, no, 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 I bought you the gift back. And he's like, oh, you've got the Lamani again. I'm like, yeah, I thought you might have gone through it by now. Like, you like it so much. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I actually like the uh, the Calvin Klein. The blue one you got me that time. I'm like, oh, yeah, but that's a $100 perfume, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Not this one. That would, be your, that would be your entire gift. It would be. But I think Terrific. it's funny. Like, that says a lot as well. Like, he, for my 30th birthday present, here's how little thought I yeah. put into it. I could have got you the Calvin Klein, but it actually smells nice. Yeah. <laughs> Who are going line? before? Oh, that's right. And I said uh, we disagree. Because you, you said about luck. And this is where <laughs> my... Um, ah. the, yeah, okay. Yeah, because yeah, I know what you mean. I know from, like, a very... Um, uh, like a third plane perspective, it is very lucky that a well, lot, lot of these a lot of these things yeah. happen perfectly in yeah. order to. Um, I think even the Big Bang, for instance, which is uh, energy turning into matter, some physicists like you know, for the chances for that to happen and not implode in on itself mm. is like one in a number that's got eighteen zeros, mm. which he put it in like. You know, simpleton terms, <laughs> me. <laughs> He's like, you're like four to six times more likely to win the lottery than for this to happen again. Yeah, right. And I was just like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's big. And then, and that, the Big Bang, like our, our universe didn't magically sprout from that. A lot of people get that confused. Um, we were from a bigger star that's supernova. So everything in our in our little in our little universe with the sun all the way out to Pluto was in a bigger star that supernova exploded, and usually a star that have that much mass should have made a black hole, but for whatever reason, it became a huge big old dust cloud, mm. and um, you know ninety nine percent of that material became our sun. Yeah, 
And then that last 1% made all the planets. And some planets may have been gravitationally bounced out of the universe. Yep. Um, which, you know, we're lucky that Earth didn't get bounced out of the yeah. universe. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. Like, fuck, if you look at I, I think yeah. the, 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 view, the view that I take on it is that luck itself doesn't necessarily exist. I think it's mm. based on if something... Just a series of random events. Supposedly. Like, they yeah. seem separated or they seem isolated. But in, in, like, a physical sense, like, in things that are separated by space and time, when you have one event occur, um, you, you know, events seem to maybe occur more in isolation as opposed to there being, like, an underlying connectivity to everything where this leads to this leads to this leads to this leads to this. You can look at one event in isolation because it appears to happen in isolation. And you can say that it's lucky that this event occurred. Whereas I think that everything happens in connectivity in, everything's connected through if we're going to keep with the theta lingo through the seventh plane everything's connected so if a, it's a sequence of events needs to occur mm. to lead to some outcome then based on the laws of the third plane they will be adhered to in order to ensure that that outcome is achieved so what might seem like luck from a purely <laughs> disconnected third plane point of view in a seventh plane everything is all connected and yeah. happens for a reason yes, like- it's not luck It's a a perfect sequence of events that had to occur in order to get a desired outcome Mm -hmm. from a divine point of view. So it's the same as like if we want to achieve something. um, Said making a cake. Putting the flour in a bowl, putting the eggs in there, putting the sugar and everything else. Like it's lucky that the cake existed at the end if you didn't see the work that went into it in the first place. Which was all very orchestrated and designed. Yes. Yeah. Because you could leave it in the oven too long. And like too much water in. If the purpose, like let's say like one of the purposes of if, if we say we've got this whole divine blueprint, this whole giant sequence of events that needs to happen, or if we say we need to get to humanity, we need humanity to be birthed within this physical universe, then the law, the laws that govern that physical universe need to be adhered to so that the perfect conditions which will enable humans to exist will occur in the first place. So if from a divine plan kind of view... We want to get to humans, so what we need is we need a big bang that's going to generate a whole shit ton of matter that over time, due to the effects of the cosmos and all the laws and, and everything that has to work... Well, they need to create those laws. Yeah, well, the, the, the laws... Like, the third plane is governed Without by gravity, particular laws. gravity, <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Even a, that's even one of the laws. enough gravity on Earth. It's like... Um, Astronauts if, literally fall apart. That's what they have to do weights when they're in space. Yeah. Fuck you, because they lose muscle mass. <laughs> And bone um, density, and they're pretty. They're pretty. If you're, say, we do habitat Mars, and you're born on Mars, you can't come to Earth. Mm. Yeah, you. Yeah, your body works differently. Yeah, you'll start getting crushed. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like yeah, it's, if you're on Mars too long. Yeah, same thing again. Yeah. Well, so I think like even about getting sick. So like, if you want to. Uh, let's say some, you know something you, you feel like you get run down, you get really mm-hmm. sick, and you need you literally it's like when you get sick, it's like your body telling you you need to slow yeah. down, you need yeah. to stop, and it's like maybe even even I if, get cold sores. Yeah, well, I mean, I get run down. I get, that's why I'm coughing a bit because I got fucking run down. It was a really intense fucking last two weeks. Um, <laughs> but um, I know where you work, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it was before that, oh, and then having to face the. The mental strain of returning. Um, oh, that's huge. Yeah. I get that. I feel that. Oh, great. So now we've got Mushu here with a bit of background music. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, and there even can be, if you're sick, when you slow down, you might, I don't know, pick up a book. You have time to explore other inspirations and curiosities, which might lead you somewhere else. And so, like, the in order for you to get off maybe the path that you were on and get you somewhere that's more in the direction that you want to go or that you're supposed to go, you needed to... You needed to slow down because if you didn't slow down, you would have missed that opportunity. And so mm. in the well, whole divine connection that I was talking about, the event that needed to happen to slow you down was getting sick. Mm-hmm. And so it's like we have laws that govern how we are in this universe, in this plane. And that's just if you want to achieve this outcome, the way that it had to be done was through the physical laws, what is actually physically able to happen. Like, magic doesn't necessarily exist. Like, you can't just all of a sudden disobey laws. Physic- you can't disobey physical laws all of a sudden. Like, I can't just use the force and get the cup to come to me like that. It doesn't happen like that. I feel that. I thought that was interesting. Because just when you, you mentioned the luck thing, I'm like, I, I understand it from the point that from the... The way I understand it is from multiple, a couple of different... like the other- Ukrainian death stare is good. Oh, you got it? Yeah. I did not agree. With what? What did to you do? To the core. The luck. No luck, no. Oh, yeah, but that's. What I, I'm glad you brought it back because it's. I don't know how we're going to get back it's to that. Mm. It's just because it's like yeah, it's like I said. I feel like luck just don't, like it's the I to me the idea of luck is that something something very fortunate happens or happens in your life that seems to just occur in isolation and that, because there's no cause and effect, there's no reason for that to have happened. It's like that's so lucky that it did happen, but it's like it's is it's it? it's lucky from a from a point of view of a of like matter and things that are separated by physical form where you have, I have no control over that jug unless I go and pick it up. Yeah. But it's like, if that, I don't know if the jug was to fill itself up and bring it, I don't know. That's a really bad analogy, but you know, (laughs) she just has experiences of that too. Just like I've seen like cups of water or cups of particular um, thing fill itself. Okay. Well, she's Jesus. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, uh, that's what it is. So from like a from an idea of of physical form separated by space and time, where events can happen in a vacuum, I can definitely understand yeah. the concept of luck. Yeah. But because I I think that everything's connected, luck doesn't exist. Luck is just an event that happens in connection with a whole bunch of other events that happen, mm-hmm. and you get to perceive and benefit from that event occurring. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. do you believe that anyway? Like, I don't mean to fucking poo poo on what you said. Uh, what do you th- what do you what do you think of that perspective? Well. I say it's luck because the chance of it all happening all over again. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very, very unlikely. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I guess the, the argument for celestial being is that it's it's too perfect that this exists. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think it's just as significant if there is another But isn't planet. everything perfect anyway? The way it, it depends is. on how you define perfect. Yeah. Hmm. Because then, uh, technically, it's all imperfect. Well, it's, it's like how two right. things are exactly the same, but, but but they're not. They're two different things. Yeah. Well, the whole the two parallel lines meet. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just they're not parallel then anymore, are they? Yeah. Well, you, yeah, that's it. The um, bending then defeats. The, it's not parallel anymore. Yeah. I feel it's like just silly. maybe you know something. Like two positive magnets coming together. Yeah. No, it doesn't happen. Maybe something isn't likely to happen. Something won't happen. Something won't happen unless it's supposed to happen for whatever, for whatever 
way, shape, or form. Because if there was, but if there was meaning for every experience, like when we're going back to all that, if there's meaning in everything, then that meaning is all perfect. Hmm. It, per, it ha- it's perfectly in sync. And because it, as long as everything has a meaning, a meaning associated with it, then it is inherently perfect. Because it's achieving an outcome that you are, an outcome whether or not you're aware of it. So because you're heading in a direction no matter what, no matter what action you take or is or event you experience on the way to achieving that outcome, it is perfect in just what you have to experience or do. Yeah, yeah in that sense. And the best thing is when you can become aware, I think the, the, like what would be awesome is to become aware of where you're headed and what you want to do so that you can align with the process of that happening. And that's when, if you can... No, no, keep going. Oh, yeah. So if you become aware of your outcome, then you can be conscious of the meaning that you're giving something in your life as you're experiencing it. So not only is it, I guess, perfect because it's going to happen anyway, but it's also a lot more fulfilling and and enjoyable to be part of the yeah. process. Yeah. Because you need to have a process to get to your outcome. Otherwise, it wouldn't be called an outcome. Outcome, no. So... It doesn't matter how that process happens, that outcome will happen perfectly the way it needs to mm. with every decision you make. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. If everything is already, it works together, then there's no really luck involved. It's all, all the unit, the, all the energy is just working together mm. to create things and to yeah. make things happen in certain ways, certain yeah. times and etc. Yeah. And what about, so with the creating and everything and whatnot, <clears throat> you create something totally unexpected. Let's say you penicillin, you discover something by chance that you never set out to discover. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's say this guy patented that penicillin and got rich from it. So not setting out to create penicillin and creating something that was financially rewarding wouldn't that be lucky because he had no intention of making it in the first place? He sort of just discovered it. Um, still, again, it'd still be lucky from a... We were we'll smashing it. luck before. Mm. No, no, no. It's all divine and perfect. Yeah, that's... No, no, no. no, it's, no, no. Lucky, it's lucky from a third plane sense that everything happens in isolation. Maybe that in particular would, soul was I living would, a lot like the... the I'd probably go back to then that without humans, there is no luck because dinosaurs probably couldn't comprehend the idea of luck. And it's a bit like how math, we didn't invent it, we discovered math. So maybe, maybe we've discovered luck. Hmm. We've created luck. We've created the idea of luck. But like math, how it's a law as well. Well, is luck a law or a concept? Um, I, don't, I don't know much about luck. I haven't, no, I haven't thought about yeah. luck, um, luck that I haven't thought of it either. I just think yeah. the luck is... I'm like, just luck. feeling like this down on luck, and I love luck when it comes my way. Yeah, of course. It's good. Yeah, that I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And there's probably a splash of magic to it. But I still think it happens for a reason. Like, they're not... It's not isolated. I think it's for you. Like, yeah. like, like, um, like spontaneous events, they all matter. They Random all, acts of kindness. Yeah, yeah, like it's, it's for you. And regardless if you see it that way at the time or not, eventually, you know, you'll keep getting the same thing in order for you to kind of understand it. Because everyone has different um, purpose. We've got different purpose in life. 
maybe your purpose is to always get bad bad gifts or the wrong gift for whatever reason so you know and then maybe your dad finally gets it right and you get this amazing thing you're like oh my god how lucky was that that you know and or he says it was so lucky that i came across this or it's like was it or did you did he get it i i i feel like even the little thing like being born in australia is incredibly lucky to hundreds of other countries out Mm. there Mm. Like, um, and obviously I had no say in it, I had no input in it. I'm sure my parents didn't design it. Like, yeah. I'm going to manifest this guy and put him here. Like, like I said, from a, from a third plane point of view, yeah. definitely. But I think from a soulful seventh plane point of view, the reason that you're born into, you're born in Australia is not only to experience what life in Australia is like, but maybe there's a, there's a, there's a bigger reason that you're in Australia. Mm. Maybe Australia is the safest place for you to be while you develop yourself because maybe you have a bigger overarching reason for existing and you wouldn't be able to ultimately fulfill your your higher purpose if you had been born somewhere else. Because if you were meant to be born somewhere else, then you would have been. But in this life, Australia was where you were meant to be born or Melbourne is where Mm. you were meant to be born. But isn't that lucky compared to... Depends. So you... Ethiopia. Yeah, but you could have been Ethiopian, like mm. your soul could have been there. And then that would have been your experience in life and you'd have been like, I I feel lucky like living in, in Ethiopia. Right <laughs> either that yeah, either that or I feel lucky like living in Ethiopia because I love my life and my village. Yeah. Or mm. or I don't. I you know what it'd be so amazing if I could go over there. there but you work thing. hard to move over there. Not, not dissonant Ethiopia, there would be No, 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 yeah, no, no the point, yeah. I am just I'm just confusing. I mean it could've could have used anywhere. But you couldn't even get water. Hmm. So, well, yeah. it's an extreme from Melbourne. Yeah, Australia. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, that's fine. No, like, yeah, I, I agree. I, I understand the concept. The way I view, yeah. like, and I think it's because theatre has just changed so much. Um, I, I, again, I, I think that luck, to me, it just seems like, I think I've already said it, mm. but, yeah, it's it's a, it's an event that happens in isolation. Manifest, yeah. a, a fortunate event that happens you know, seemingly in isolation. And it's like, cool, I get to benefit from this great, this nice thing. Kind of like a reward for something. Mm. But there's also unluck, like bad luck. There is bad luck, or is there bad luck? <laughs> Again, it's it's all like, it's something that is happening to you. These events are happening to you Fine. as you so, exist. And no, so no, how you perceive them. Like, uh, orchestrated, perfect little episodes, luck and unluck. And it just, it's either, you know, good or bad. Maybe they're just both of them are perfect. Because again, bad luck and good luck could be a perception. It could be very individual as well. Mm. What you might think is lucky, I might think is terrible. Yeah, enjoy bad things. Yeah. Was that what you were going to say? No. (laughs) My pen doesn't work. I don't know. No, um, because you said if you perceive it to be luck and you've seen Mm. good luck and bad luck, then that's how you'll experience it. Same thing as things are happening to you rather than for you. You're going to experience the two, that things are always happening to you and you're not going to actually see it as for you. It's like, okay, hang on, what can I get from this? So Mm. even if it is... I think that's the whole, uh, I guess, a bit of a silver lining Mm. when bad luck happens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I think um, for me, it's definitely helped a lot staying, I guess, grounded in the idea that there is a higher purpose, there is something that I'm here mm-hmm. to achieve and uh, the, or there is something that I want to achieve, I've identified that I want to do this, then I can I'll let that go, I can let that intention go and I can be like rest assured kind of thing in the idea that no matter what comes my way now between me and the achievement of what I'm intending to achieve, uh, it's not good luck or bad luck, it's just what's necessary and so I don't have to fluctuate with 
the good times and I don't have to... Uh, I don't have to fluctuate with the good times and the bad times. I can just be like, this is something that I need to go through right now. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I wouldn't be going through it right now. Yeah. So, like, and again, you, you know, you can look at luck from that uh, point of view. Okay. So, I guess going through life is just a heap of chain reactions and events that happen. And then how you look at your life like nothing is real or universal or a law. It's just how you perceive it. Um, so taking away luck, I feel, will take away a lot of things. It Maybe it dulls it. Like it, it you still experience the event, mm-hmm. but how you respond to it or react to it what that event so means like a, in your like life. A, a real man makes his own life type. Uh, that, but I mean, if Titanic, yeah. I mean, if, if you've got an intention out there, if you've got a particular mindset that this mm-hmm. is how I want to live, and even like, you know, you talk about the, the rich mindset, yeah. you know, the, the rich mindset versus the poor mindset, mm-hmm. they're, they're both very different and the rich mindset yields different results to the poor mindset. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you want to live uh, your life a certain way and you have a particular mindset about going about it, then you're going to manifest events in your life that are going to jerry with what it is that you're projecting, your internal mm-hmm. world, you're, you're projecting outwards. And so you'll see things... I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like uh, you got the... Uh, a dude that's born into a rich family and he's had all these expectations put on him and he will her and has to live a certain way and someone that... And all they really want is freedom and in, to be an individual. They, they don't want to meet these ridiculously bars. And then someone that wants to have the high life and wants to have this rigid structure and follow in their father and their grandfather or their mother and their grandmother, they will see their life as both of them inherently unlucky and both envy each other. Yep. So back to um, you make your own luck and it's perceivement. Like I, I, I get that side of it, but then just from the analytical approach of it all, back to <laughs> the universe and, and and the simple thing of the Big Bang of um, you know energy turning into matter, it's a good thing that the universe got constructed out of it, out of something that's highly unlikely. Mm. Um, and I feel for a lot of people that are, having a, are not aware of theta in this higher plane and particularly yeah. experienced it, they're going to see it, uh, you know, like just running the numbers along. Like yeah. Doing this program and running it. Even like, this, even this is just a, it's a concept. So it's still a philosophy yeah. that yeah, I subscribe still, to. Yeah. You know, this it's isn't necessarily, this, I don't, I'm not going to yeah, say this is absolutely like, what's true. Yeah. It's just, just, it's what resonates. Just, it's yeah. just what resonates. I'm in Lux corner here. I'm, you mm. know, like, yeah. I'm going to send Luck in there with the next round. I, I, yeah. I say it's real. Like, yeah. Mm. I mean, and I, again, it's it's just a perception of what you choose to perceive. I really, I do think that if, if you want to look at all the negatives in your life, then you can mm. say, I've had such bad luck. Mm-hmm. If you want to look at your life as the as the culmination of a whole bunch of positive events, then you can say, I've lived a very lucky yeah. life. Yeah. And and so, you know, again, that comes to being, uh, you can say neutral through the things that happen or just being aware that, when you go through life, you're going to experience a bunch of things because you, you experience until you die, mm-hmm. you know, and and so how you choose to see those experiences or perceive those experiences yeah. will definitely play a large part in how you feel about um, what is happening to you mm-hmm. or for you. 
And so, yeah, you know, I, I, so I think maybe for, just for me personally, you know, subscribing to this philosophy of, of infinite connection and connectivity of yeah. everything, it helps justify or provide a little bit of a logical framework for me to look at things through a, that point of view, that luck doesn't necessarily exist, um, that things you do happen feel, for a reason. You feel lucky. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, again, it's really your own definition. Surprise, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it just depends what your um, relationship with it is and what your definition of luck is. Some people might think they're little miracles. Luck mm. is my miracles that come to me. Yeah. Um, other people might call it gifts, or some people just call it luck. That's mm. just things that happen really nicely, little little presents. But and then there's no particular reason. It just happens every now and then. Can I just? So, we'll wrap it up in a sec. Can I just quickly <laughs> throw it to like a? Even just in our life, we went from having, uh, we, we, we had five dining chairs, like five chairs in total, you know, and that was the it for, the, for our life for, since we've lived together. And, you know, we've got a full eight-seater table and we've only had five chairs at it. And so it's, you know, we've kind of, and then if we wanted to podcast, then we'd have two chairs in here and then we'd only have three out there. And it's like, we can't host any more than five people at once because we don't have anywhere to sit them. Which the people, they usually came in... Small really, groups. Yeah, small yeah. groups. Two. Groups. So it was all right. We had what we needed. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, your mum's friend finds three chairs on the road that we redid. Mm-hmm. And then we redid Added them in our driveway. Them. And then our neighbour saw us doing that and goes, hey, well, I've got another four dining chairs. Are you interested? And then all of a sudden, literally within the space of 24 hours, we went from five chairs to 12. Shit, maths. Yeah, 12 chairs, you know. And you say that's incredibly lucky because now we have a full dining table and we have four chairs that we can sit around this podcast table in, which is fantastic. And we can have bigger events and have more people. Not, we've got them. Take take the luck away and just say, look, that, that was part of the universe's plan. Yeah. And it was perfect. I was just meant we, were, we needed... For yeah. the for whatever's coming up next, it was necessary for us yeah. to have 12 chairs. chairs. And in, until the, this point in time, we haven't needed it, so we haven't had it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so you can see that, like I said, if you look at things in isolation in whether it's not it's just events that are just occurring mm-hmm. then you can say that it was lucky it was it's really nice that we got all these chairs out of nowhere all of a sudden mm-hmm. that's yeah. great that's great luck that's good you know we didn't lose our five chairs we gained seven mm-hmm. um but you know whereas with you if you look at things that are happening in connectivity it's not something that's lucky it's just that i didn't need these chairs until now mm-hmm. and now i've been given them so i'm not going to fluctuate go hey, look at me i've got seven more chairs that's great it's fantastic you know, because I don't know what's around the corner. Pretty unlucky if you have to brag about that. <laughs> oh, it's pretty, it'd be a very sad life. What a life. sad life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I was just using a highlight point. Silver lining, though, a lot of people have everything. Mm. Don't get that joy from having seven seven extra chairs. No, exactly. See? Every, everything's relative. Yeah. And a perception that's Five based on your experience. Only when we have nothing, we realise we have everything. everything. Oh, what? Is it, there's not a better phrase to finish on. Aaron, thank you so much for coming and sitting down. There's so much more we could fucking talk about, <laughs> but it is late, it is. and yeah. we'll have to get you back on again sometime soon. This has actually been a lot of fun. Mm. It's been awesome. Thank you. Would like to? Yeah. Thank you. Thanks thank you, for sitting honey. down and sharing this time, guys. Yeah. Thank you, honey. Beautiful. Thanks for sharing your time with us. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you have any thoughts regarding the conversation today, or just want to get in touch and share your experience, we would love to hear from you. You can find us on Instagram at Logan and Yuja or send us an email at loganandyuja at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and until next time with infinite love.